You are listening to KD Country 94, kdcountry94.com. Jason Broadfoot here from Hanover, home of the Wildcats. They will take on the Lakeside Knights, visiting uh, in the round one of the eight-man Division II playoffs. A little bit earlier kickoff on a Thursday night, so a day earlier than normal. Uh, Got to get ready for state volleyball and everything. But, uh, hey, it is playoff time. 32 teams left. We'll see at the end of tonight or at the end of tomorrow night. Uh, there'll be 16 left. We'll see if Lakeside is one of those teams or does this home team from Hanover move on into the second round. We are about 20 minutes away from finding that out. We'll have a lot to get to here on the KD Country 94 pregame show, so we'll get right to it. KD Country 94 pregame show continues after this. Miller Welding on Highway 24, just west of Downs, can help with your aluminum, steel, and stainless welding projects, and they can help with some repairs on site. They also make hydraulic hoses and carry bumper-to-bumper auto parts and offer Sherlock tarp installation and parts as well. Stop by and see them on the west side of Downs on Highway 24 today. Miller Welding is a proud supporter and wishes the best of luck to the Lakeside Knights this season. Remus Farms LLC in Concord City is a proud supporter of the area athletes. They know the hard work that goes into creating team success, and they're proud of your efforts. Remus Farms Chemical and Fertilizer, your wholesale fertilizer supplier in Kansas, and Remus Farms Trucking. Remus Farms LLC in Concord City, wishing good luck to all the area athletes this season. Have you scheduled your student athletes for their yearly eye exam? Be sure that they can perform to the best of their ability in competition as well as in the classroom. Good luck to all area athletes for a safe and exciting sports season. Call and schedule your appointment with Dr. Kim Cheney at Song Valley Vision. They are here for you to assist with your vision needs with offices in Osborne and Stockton. Remus Plumbing, Heating, and Air in Downs is a proud supporter of the Lakeside Knights. As a Lennox Industries dealer, Remus Plumbing is dedicated to providing the most innovative and highest quality H-Bank products on the market. They offer plumbing, sewer repair, maintenance services, and much more for homeowners and business owners. That's Remus Plumbing, Heating, and Air in Downs. This is Jason Broadfoot on the KD Country 94 pregame show. You're listening to KD Country 94 and kdcountry94.com. And joining us now, Drew Dusky of the Lakeside Knights head coach. Well, first of all, congratulations on getting to the playoffs. Kind of a long and winding road to get there at 5-3. and three. Uh, Started off really good with the win and loss record, uh, three in a row, but uh, hit some rough spots in the middle. Part of that's scheduling, part of that's uh, probably injuries, right? Yeah, I mean, we, we kind of knew the, the middle of our season was going to be tough for us, especially with the teams we were playing, and, and then you look at the injuries we had. Uh, you know, it kind of made it even harder. But, um, you know, sitting five and three with with uh, the team that we brought back from last year, uh, you know, I thought uh, I thought we've had a good season so far, and, and I thought, uh, you know, the guys have played hard, and, and we've done a good job to get to the record that we've had. It is kind of nice to turn it around uh, and get a couple of wins heading into postseason. Uh, how important is it to kind of head into the postseason, into the playoffs on a two-game winning streak? Well, I think it's you know it's definitely a positive thing, and you kind of carry some momentum, and and uh, you know the things that you're doing well, hopefully you can transition uh, into that first round of the playoffs. Um, so uh, you know it's a good thing, uh, I think, and and uh, you know as long as we can continue to 
to uh, execute on the things we're doing well, uh, you know, I think uh, I think we'll be okay. Kind of tell me, do you do anything different now that it is the playoffs, or do you just kind of try to stay the course? I've asked different coaches the same question. Um, is there anything extra you're trying to add in uh, just for this week here, or do you just kind of go with what you've been, what brought you here? No, I mean, we've kind of been staying the course. You know, practice probably, you know, on our end, they get a little bit shorter where we're not conditioning as much. You know, you know hopefully your guys are conditioned uh, at this point in the season, and, and you know, we're kind of just – Going through offense and defense on a daily basis, and making sure uh, we're we're up to par on on the things we're trying to execute on both sides of the ball, and and just uh, you know just we're not we're not really changing a whole lot. We're just kind of um, doing what we've been doing, and and you know hopefully that pans out. Okay, your your first round opponent is Hanover, and you know what do you know about Hanover and what they're going to bring to the table here. Yeah, Hanover's a good team. You look at Montgomery, and, and they're a really good team. And I know you look at their record, and, and people might say Hanover's down, but look at the teams that Hanover's had to play. Um, they're, they're quick on defense. They do a good job reading the ball. They're aggressive offensively. Um, they run a, they run their option plays really well. Their quarterback uh, throws a good ball. Their receivers run good routes. Um, so they're definitely multifaceted on offense and, and aggressive on defense. And, and those are things we're going to have to try to counteract. Uh, us to be successful. What is there something that you see or you like that your team can do? Is there a position group that you think maybe you have an advantage on, or, or what are you looking for uh, to do against Hanover? You know, just, just gauging off the film, you know, I think we can run the ball inside and uh, and hopefully be able to power the ball up the middle a little bit, uh, especially the way Ian runs the ball and the way our line's been blocking. Um, but, you know, it's going to be a challenge. You know, it's going to be definitely different than the last couple of games that we played, and we're definitely going to have to execute and make sure that we're going out and giving out 100% effort because you, you know for sure that Hanover is going to. You know, you, you've had some injuries throughout the year, but now you kind of had some consecutive weeks with some of those kids in, in the lineup. Uh, what do you expect from those kids now that they have a little bit of experience, a little bit of playing time in their new positions or or overall under their belt yeah i mean you know nothing's really changed in the last three to four weeks so i think the guys are comfortable now with with where they're at the positions they're playing and what they're doing and as long as we can go out and execute um you know i think i think we'll give hanover a good game and i think uh we'll be around the fourth quarter we just got to make sure that uh you know we're going hard every play and we got to limit our mistakes whether that's penalties or turnovers or things like that and, and hopefully we can create some of those uh, on the other end all right, Coach. Well, hopefully everybody stays healthy and we have a nice competitive game and hopefully uh, get to move on into the next round of the playoffs uh, here tonight against Hanover. Yep, thank you. That was Lakeside Head Coach Drew Dusky. We'll be back with more on the Katy Country 94 pregame show after this. This message brought to you by the Farmers and Merchants Bank in Cocker City, Kansas. The Farmers and Merchants Bank in Conquer City wishes the best of luck to the area sports teams this season. And for all your banking needs, visit them today. The Farmers and Merchants Bank in Conquer City, member FDIC.
Just like the MPL League coaches place their best players in the right positions for success, so does the Brush Group. With their multifaceted marketing team of Brush Art of Downs, Donley the Lithograph of Wichita, and Sun Graphics of Parsons. The Brush Group is the official marketing partner of the Kansas City Royals, Kansas University Sports Properties, and Kansas State Sports Properties. They have the staff, experience, and online tools to ensure your marketing spend is being optimized and performing at the highest levels. The better your seed, the better your harvest. The cleaned and treated seed that you buy from Midway Co-op puts more money in your pocket at harvest time. Midway has two state-of-the-art cleaning and treatment centers in Lebanon and Portis. We prescribe and treat the wheat and soybean seed that best complement your current soil conditions. Get the proven germination advantage over bin-run seed. Your best way forward, call us today. Midway's your best way forward. Midway Co-op's your best way forward. 346-5451, Osborne. Linton Insurance in downtown Beloit protects what you value most by combining personalized advice with a creative approach to give you what matters most, peace of mind. Sherry and Connie, the go-to gals at Linton Insurance Agency in Beloit, know that a balanced portfolio can provide you the freedom to focus on what's important. Call 738-5128 and they will guide you through the decision-making process with a clear understanding of your needs. Put your trust in the hands that care about your personal well-being. Linton Insurance, your local independent insurance agency in Beloit. This is Jason Broadfoot, and you're listening to KD Country 94 and KDCountry94.com. And we're just a few minutes away from the first round of the playoffs. Lakeside, Nate, Lakeside Knights taking on Hanover. And joining me now is Coach Matt Hoyer, head coach of Hanover. And Coach, it's that time of year, uh, first round of the postseason. Your team comes in at 4-4, four and four, but you had a pretty tough schedule to get to this point. Yeah, you know, we definitely, if you look at our schedule, it's been the case of, you know, we started out the year with an extremely difficult schedule. And if you if you look, I think all the teams that we've lost to are definitely not only still alive, but, the, you know, they're, they're a favored to win the first couple playoff games that they're involved in. And I think that, you know, definitely is a testament to, you know, to our strength of schedule. And, you know, and I'm, you know, a little bit biased probably, but being up here in the TVL, I'm going to, you know, every single year I feel like is is a very difficult schedule with what we have, you know, because the quality of teams and the competition that we have to go against each and every week is, you know, it, it's one of those things where it's definitely a positive in preparing you for, you know, playoff football. Much like your opponent tonight, you do come in on a little bit of a winning streak. How important is it to have some momentum getting a couple of wins going into the playoffs? Well, I think it's, you know, extremely important. And I think, you know, that can be said with, you know, whatever time of year that that happens in. But, I you know, I think that, you know, this year, you know, more so than anything, it's been magnified. You know, with our, our front-loaded, really tough schedule, you know, I don't think that our kids were able to really truly ever gain that confidence that, you know, I feel like is imperative to be successful, you know, week in and week out. And I think, you know, we took our – we, we took those first three games, and, you know, we, we saw a lot of positives, but we had to, you know, make sure that we, you know, magnified them a little bit with our kids and letting them see that, you know, our record doesn't show it, but we're showing growth in what we're trying to do on Friday nights. And I think that our kids finally kind of took that and ran with it. And I think that, you know, not only are we playing our best football during this course of the year, but I also feel like our kids, you know, playing with the most confidence that they've played with throughout the course of the year. Your opponent tonight is, are the Lakeside Knights. Uh, what did they do that concerns you a little bit as a coach? 
You know, I feel like they have a good rushing attack. You know, I feel like, yeah, obviously everything kind of starts and stops with number two, and I feel like, you know, that's one of those things where we're going to have to, you know, really, you know, put put a focus on, you know, controlling him. But at the same time, you know, they have other they have other weapons that they can, they can hurt you with, you know. And then the minute you really try to, you know, take one of them away, they're, they're able to kind of hit you with something on the outside with one of the other guys. And I think that it's going to be important for us to be extremely disciplined. It's going to be important for us to understand our keys, our reads, and what our responsibilities are. And, you know, it, when when it comes down to it, we've got to be, we got to be physical, you know, not only at the line of scrimmage but at the point of attack. We can't let him get into the open field, and we want to try to, you know, reach him before he's able to get his shoulder pads vertically. We want to make sure that he's still, you know, kind of a little bit on the horizontal uh, movement before he comes straight downhill at us. Conversely, is there a matchup or a position group where you think you might have an advantage on your opponent? You know, I feel like, you know, there's probably some different things that we, you know, hopefully we'll be able to find some success with. But at the same time, you know, as you go into playoff football and you don't really have too many common opponents, and if you do have common opponents, it might be in the beginning of the year. I think that it's important for, you know, you to go in and just understand that you have to, you know, kind of utilize your strengths more so than their weaknesses to, you know, kind of get kind of get going on the right foot and then you know the adjustments are huge in this this situation or i mean should say at this time of year and it's it's really important you know when you're playing teams that you're not necessarily extremely familiar familiar with that you are going to be able to make those little key adjustments and maybe do something here or there you know to where you're going to be able to exploit some things but i think you know usually what it comes down to or as far as you know from from our aspect is we we kind of have to look to what some of our strengths are and then once we build a little bit of that confidence then we can kind of you know, roll to a, a few of their weaknesses. And for the listeners here in this area that might be uh, new to listening to a Hanover game, who who are going to when you have the football? Who's going to be carrying the carrying the load for you? We well, you know we've had some we've had some injuries this year, so we've had some situations where you know we, we've got to roll some you know new kids into some different positions. So you know I feel like you know just last week we had to put in a freshman backup quarterback as a running back, you know, and so he you know gained uh, 170 yards rushing and. You know, he did an exceptional job for us, and it's kind of that next man up mentality. But, you know, from week to week, it's one of those situations where, you know, we just we, we kind of utilize, you know, what the defense has given us as far as, you know, when we go out there, you know, we stick to our core stuff as far as what we want to attack. But at the same time, you know, it all kind of goes to where or what we feel like we can find success with. And when you're uh, on defense, who's around flying around making those plays for you? Well, you know, we, we've got there, too, you know, we've got some, you know, good senior leadership and, you know, the kids that we have left. And, you know, our, we got, a, you know, our middle backers and our, our outside backers do a good job of, you know, funneling stuff back to the inside. And I think it's going to be extremely important, especially this week, with what they try to do offensively to make sure that we, you know, don't let those those runs turn into chunk yardage. So it's going to be important for all of us, you know, to rally to the ball, make sure that we are uh, – playing with good leverage and being physical at the point of attack. Okay, Coach, I wish you luck and hope everybody uh, comes out healthy and we have a competitive ball game here this evening. Appreciate it, and appreciate you guys you know, covering our games you know, multiple times a year, and you guys doing an exceptional job. We'll have more on the KD Country 94 pregame show after this. 
Dusty Donis with Nick Rhodes from Wildlife Properties Land Company. Nick, what sets your company apart? Well, Dusty, one of the really cool things about what we do is Chris and I are both full-time real estate agents, so we can dedicate extra time to working on people's property, doing drone flights, virtual tours, a lot of things that we take each property to the next step. And Nick, if someone's looking to sell in North Central Kansas, where can they find more info? They can go to our website. We've got a really sweet website, lots of information, properties for sale, virtual tours, all that's out there. MyWildlifeProperty.com. That's www mywildlifeproperty.com. The State Bank of Downs is proud to support the Lakeside Knights, and they send out best wishes to all the Lakeside scholars and athletes this year. The State Bank of Downs can take care of all your banking needs, checking accounts, savings accounts, time certificates, and loans of all types. They're locally owned and operated and have been serving and supporting the community and surrounding areas since 1892. Internet banking and debit cards also available. That's the State Bank of Downs, member FDIC. At Next Tech, we make life better by providing world-class technology. In fact, we've been doing just that for more than 70 years. For your home, we've got you covered with the fastest internet speeds available, streaming TV, local phone, and home security. For your business, we have the solutions you need for IT, cloud, infrastructure, cybersecurity, and more. All backed by our robust, fiber-powered network. To experience world-class technology and service, visit next-tech.com. Idea of buying a vehicle or camper been haunting you? At Becker Autos and Trailers, there's no need to slash prices, but we do. Need your camper winterized? Stop in. We don't want things to freeze or break. Come see us. We won't bite. <laughs> Becker Autos and Trailers off Highway 24 in Beloit. Online at BeckerAutos.com. This is Jason Broadfoot. You're listening to KD Country 94, kdcountry94.com. We are in Hanover, 4-4 four and four Hanover, hosting the 5-3 and three Lakeside Knights. You know, records are what they are. Uh, that's not exactly how they get seated. It's how you do within your district, and then you uh, play another district uh, in that first round. So uh, Hanover um, second, Lakeside third, so that's kind of how that works out. So uh, Lakeside five and three, Hanover at four and four. You look at these two teams; they have played the two of the same opponents. I, the scores, you know, it, the Osborne game, both a little similar. Osborne got the better of both of them, uh, fifty-four to eight and forty-six to nothing. So that's not a whole lot to 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 work off of. But the Lynn game, sixty-two to twelve win for uh, Hanover. 48-46 for Lakeside. So that is something you can, but I don't know how much you want to put into that. It was the first game of the season for the uh, Lakeside Knights. They have been battling injuries. They've been having to try to put new people in new places. So I think the second half of the year is the more uh, Lakeside Knight team you're going to see here. Uh, Hanover, you know, just kind of – had a really tough schedule in the middle of the season, so I'm not sure you can gain a whole lot from there. Um, those teams, um, you're gonna, you're talking about Axel, you're talking about the Kenton Galva, and all those teams that uh, Clifton Clyde. So those teams are are really really tough, and I don't know if you're gonna get a gauge on how it's gonna play out tonight just by going through common opponents. 
Weather-wise, it is going to be interesting here tonight. There are some chances of some rain off and on here throughout the evening. The wind has kind of picked up. The chill has come in the air. We've traded our Gatorade now in the in the September games. We're trading those for hot chocolates now here at the end of October. Nice brisk little breeze coming from uh, the southeast to the northwest. Field sits north to south, so a little bit of a crosswind. Uh, we'll see how both teams handle it in the kicking game. If there is to be too much of a kicking game, both these teams can move the football, I think, and and it'll be. I think they'll move it in between the twenties. So which team can can convert those third and fourth downs inside the twenties and uh, turn those into touchdowns is probably going to come out on top here this evening. Lakeside's going to get the football first. They will go from my left to my right, right to left, for the Hanover Wildcats. So Hanover will kick it from south to north, from the south end zone to the north end zone, from my right to my left. Lakeside will come back to left to right. Ian Christine, back to kick, back to return. Cole Meyer will kick it away here for the Hanover Wildcats. Playoff football is just about ready to start. In about, well, no, I thought they were going to let the clock run out, but no, they're going to stop it. We're going to get ready to go. Not only is it a kickoff an hour early, we might get a few seconds early. How about that? Yeah, everybody's on top of it, ready to go. Referees are getting in position, and this one should be a pretty decent football game. I think this one, both teams bring a lot of similarities to the table here, and we'll see how things go. A little squib kick that angles off to the side, but then it comes back into the field, and uh, Lakeside's just going to have to fall on it. Taron Winkle. Kicker Meyer just didn't even put it uh, vertically on the tee. He put it horizontally on the tee and, and just wants that to bounce around a little bit. Winkle falls on it at the Lakeside. Caden McCoy, the quarterback. He received the running back. We'll get through the rest of the Lakeside starters after this play. Two tight ends, I formation. It is going to be on the left hash mark here on first down. Give us to Christine off the left side. Bounces off one tackler. Tries to get back to the right, but can't get through the second one. That's what Christine does so well. Is, uh, bounces off or gets out of that first uh, attempt at a tackle and turns about no gain into a gain of five. Cameron Juneman with the tackle. Jordan Cho and Terrence Winkle on the ends here. 5'8", junior, and a 5'8", 132-pound senior. Option look, McCoy pitches it late, short side, right side, and Christine tiptoes up the sideline. Got to get about three, maybe four. I don't know. They, they kept that last foot inbounds, that second foot inbounds, and gets across the 31 to the 32 for a first down. So... Nice starts to the Lakeside Night Drive to start the football game. Drive number one here in the first quarter. Ball on the right, hash mark on first and ten. Toss sweep to the left, and it's a penetration by Hanover. They're going to bring him down in the backfield. Josh Zarabinki, Zarabinki with the penetration. Got some help from Juneman there at the end, and that's going to be a loss of four. We 
talked about third and fourth downs being so important in this football game. Well, to help yourself out, you have to win on first and second, and that's a win for the Hanover defense. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Option look, McCoy's going to keep it, and not going to get much. Nice defensive play by Patrick Cook to help out there, slow up McCoy, and a gain of maybe two. We'll give him that. So third and 12, clock running at 10.34. We'll have to go in quarter number one. First possession of the football game. Lakeside Knights got a first down, but a negative play on the ensuing first down sets them back at this third and 12 here. Ball on the left, hash mark, two tights for McCoy. Play action, it'll roll to the right, look back to the left. His receiver's covered up, and now McCoy's covered up in the backfield. Sack for Hanover, number 32, Levi Griffith. Number 47, Eli Hahn up front, along with... Number 52, Gabe Smith, and number 70, Jackson Hardy. Couldn't hold out the Hanover defense that time. It's fourth and long. McCoy wanted to throw back to the left on the wheel route. Christine was covered up. Good snap. Punter takes a little bit of time, and that's going to throw the whole timing of it off, and the punt off the foot of Smith, and that's going to be out of bounds. Hanover's going to take over. Great field position. Right about where the sticks were after the first first down. 32-yard line for Hanover. 9.36 left to go. Hanover taking over their first possession. The snap was there, but the bobble by the punter there that time, Smith, took a little extra time, and then when he got it all gathered up, he had to hurry a little bit, and that's when the punt went awry. Quarterback Reichen Stahlbomber in the shotgun. Motion towards the formation, now through the formation. Throw down the middle, but that's going to be behind his receiver and incomplete. One of Cameron Juniman on that one. So Hanover comes out throwing the football on first down. Had everybody spread out there a little bit. So this is a short punt, about the four-yard punt. Gives Hanover good field position, first and 10 at their own, or at the Lakeside 32. Now second and 10 after the complete pass. One back behind the quarterback in the shotgun, and option look to the right, pitched out to the right, and a nice cut towards the middle, but a great open field tackle made on the far side. Looks like Keen McCoy making the tackle. Gain of about three for Braylon Mine. First rushing attempt for the Wildcats. Gets them two or three, third and long. Ball just outside the 30, right hash mark here. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Shotgun snap, little bubble screen out to the left. And, well, getting by the first man, but that first man held him up just enough to allow the rest of the defense to get there. Nice second effort, however, gets Chase Bruna to the 25 and cuts this third down in half. So fourth and about three. Bruno had to fight a little bit to get out of the tackle of the first defender. Finally did, but then just had to get what he could out of it, three or four. So fourth and three 
8.13 left to go. Option to the right. Fitch to the right. And running into two Lakeside Knights, but then bouncing off is Bruna. They'll try to get back outside. Cannot. And the Lakeside Knights are going to come up with the football, holding up on fourth down. So both teams' defenses starting off really well here. First down and then a forced punt. Now a four and out. And Lakeside Knights will take over. 8-0-1. Let's go quarter number one. Both teams have had it. Neither team has scored, and we're tied up at zero. Mine just about broke free, but here's shotgun for McCoy. Knight spread it out a little bit. Christine gets it left side. Going to find some positive yards across the 30 to the 32. So not much with the tight formation on the first try. So give a little more spread look here on the second possession and get a nice solid first down game. And it'll be one receiver to the left, tight end to the right, make that two receivers to the left, short side of the field on this second down. They'll run the option to the right, early pitch to Cassine, and the Wildcats are all over that one. Cameron Judeman again making a nice play. Forced the pitch early, then was able to kind of cut the angle on Christine and not allow him to cut it back, and that allowed the rest of the Wildcats to get outside. They knew exactly where to go to get to Christine, and that's going to be a loss of four. Third and 11 coming up. A couple option runs, and, and the Wildcats have been good position on each of those plays. Third and long. Two receivers to make it three to the right. That's the short side of the field. Ball right hash. Mark McCoy looks that way and finds Christine down the sideline, but throws it behind him and incomplete. Christine was the most inside of the receivers. Waits just a beat and then goes around these two receivers. A little wheel route, they call that. Try to get a little bit of a screen or a pick, but McCoy sails that one out of bounds. I think the defense is in pretty good position both ways. So Smith back to punt once again. Excuse me, this is Austin Rice back to punt. And that one, just low-line drive, barely cleared the line, picked up on a bounce, and that's going to be returned across midfield by Chase Bruna. 38-yard line, Hanover's had a good field position both times. 6.38 now left to go. Well, going from my right to my left here in quarter number one. No score. Excited Knights do have the first down. Hanover went four and out their first time. See what happens here on possession number two. They'll send two out wide to the right. Small bomber in the shotgun. Low snap, but he corrals it, throws it over the middle. There's a wide open receiver at the 30. That angling to the right now across the 15, brought down at about the 12. Gain of 27. Zarbinicki. Gets it all the way down to the 12, and the Hanover threatening here first. First team for either side to get into scoring range. First and 10 of the 12. We'll call it the right hash mark here. Three to the right, one to the left. Quarterback all alone. Now motion across the formation. They'll throw it to Bruna, the motion man behind Well. It was behind the line, but the pass was forward. The quarterback drifted back a little bit. 
kind of see the Chiefs run that every once in a while or a variation of that with Michael Hardman or even Tyreek Hill in the past, but that one incomplete. Second down and 12, or second down and 10 from the 12. 6.07 left to go, quarter number one. I have a tight end to the right, one receiver to either side. One back beside the quarterback. And now a quarter, delayed quarterback draw, and the quarterback's going to get in for the touchdown. I don't think it was a designed quarterback draw, but Stahlbomber looked to his right, didn't like what he saw there, so he tucked it, runs in from 12 yards out. 6.01 left to go, quarter number one. comes the two-point play. This one under center, two tight ends, and a wing back to the right. Roll to the right, throw back to the left, and that's in between two receivers. Christine forced the incompletion with some pressure. Oh, 6-0-1, left to go, quarter number one. And we're on the board first, 6 nothing. We'll be back after this. Whether it be collections, agriculture and business planning, litigation, criminal law, estate planning and trusts, probate or real estate, let the law office of Scott D. Wright LLC and Mitchell County Abstract and Title assist you. They offer title and escrow services, including 1031 exchanges, real estate closings, and contract and deed preparation for North Central Kansas. The law office of Scott D. Wright LLC is a general practice firm at 108 East Main Street in Beloit. Call 738-2363 or visit online scottwrightlaw.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertising. Have you been saving your pocket change? You might be surprised at just how much has accumulated. Farmway Credit Union now has a fast solution to turn your coins to cash. Bring that container of coins to our Beloit location. Credit Union members can use the coin machine for no cost. A minimal fee applies if you're not a member. But maybe now's the time to consider becoming a member. Farmway Credit Union, cultivating the financial well-being of our members by providing resources to achieve financial freedom. And over with another short kick, taken by a lakeside night up back and, and down right where they touch it at the 25-yard line. So the Knights take over. Three and out last time. See what they can come up with here. Two tight ends. I formation to the left hash mark. The far side of the field here in this first quarter. Two middle linemen, two standing ends for the Wildcats. Christine has a scene right side. Turns it up 30, 35, 40, 35 into Wildcat territory. And stepped out of bounds, like I say, back at the 31. So a great gain on first down. And Christine slow to get up. And that's not what the Lakeside Knights need. Like holding the back of his left leg, I think. That is bad news. He, well, he tries to get off to the sideline, and I don't know. Boy, I didn't see what happened at the end of that play as he got tackled out of bounds. I don't know if this is a pulled muscle or a twisted knee or ankle at some, but uh, Christine would be a huge loss, over 1,200 yards, 16 touchdowns on the ground, a couple more, a couple hundred more through the air, seven touchdowns through through the air as well, but kind of the engine that makes this offense go and see if Christine can maybe work this out and come back a little bit later. 
24 on that first down play, 30 yards for him so far on that six carries. So we'll see what the Knights can do. This isn't this isn't anything new. They've been mixing and matching people in different places all through the season, and they got to do it one more time in the first round of the playoffs. It's like first down play, they'll give it to the fullback. It's, uh, that's going to be Gabe Smith. Not much there for him. And over, ready for that one in the middle of the line, Patrick Cook making a nice play. Second down, ball right in the middle of the field, right at the 30. Clock running at 5.30, left to go, quarter number one, 6 nothing, and over lead. Knights trying to answer. Two receivers to the right, to the left, McCoy all alone. Going to roll to his right, stops, and then he's hit from the backside. Big sack. Sorry, McNicky with the play. Second sack of the game of McCoy, and this one hits him back at the 32. Wasn't a deep drop, so that's the only right Spot there for the Knights on that play. Third and 12 coming up. Probably if something, this is a pretty neutral or positive play, you're probably going to go for it. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. And a quick pitch on the option to the left side, and the Knights just have to fall on it. Landon Bates runs it down, touches it down. That's uh, nothing positive on that play. In fact, that is going to be fourth down. Loss of about six. You hate to punt it on the other side of the field or the other side of midfield, but uh, this one a fourth and long, and at least offense formation here. McCoy all alone. In the shotgun, looks to his left, steps up in the pocket, throws it, and it's going to be behind his receiver and incomplete. That ball thrown to the 30. Would have been tough for the receiver. I believe they wanted Smith that time. Would have been tough for him to get the extra 10 yards needed for the first down. So fourth down goes awry for Lakeside. Each team has missed the fourth down. And with 4.07 left to go quarter number one, Hanover takes over from their own 38. Got a short field, took advantage of it, completed one pass, and then quarterback run in for the score. Two to the right, one to the left as far as receivers go. Motion to and through the formation. Back to throw is handover. They'll throw it over the middle. It's complete. And the 30. Now passing the outside, 25, and all the way down to the 20. Larbanicki. We do have a penalty marker down at the line of scrimmage. Would wipe out a gain of about 22 if it's against Hanover. Holding against the offense, so wipe that play away. Good news for the Knights. Bad news for the Knights is they lost Ian Christine on that last possession. It looked like as the play ended... Christine tried to get up and was holding the back of his leg. I don't know if that meant the knee was hurting or up a little bit higher with the hamstring. Either way, 
on a chilly night, not exactly an ideal situation for the Lakeside Knights. Ball moved back to the 29-yard line for the Hanover Wildcats. It'll be first and about 20. They'll send two receivers to the right, one to the left. Bumber in the shotgun, tossed to the left on the option play, and here's mine into Lakeside Knight territory. Brought down at the 30. That's going to be enough for a first down. 22 yards on first and 20. So the Knights have been unable to get the option game going. Hanover he runs it to perfection that time. That end came crashing in. is a pretty quick decision, but the right one by Stallbomber all the way down to the twenty or to the thirty yard line for Braylon Mine. Mine stands behind his quarterback here on first down, who's in the shotgun. One receiver to each side. Three linemen for the Knights. Deep drop. Now step up in the pocket, throw over the middle, and that's going to be incomplete. Good job that time by Landon Bates. He came in and kind of spooked the receiver just a bit. Might have even spooked the quarterback moving in and, and a little extra pump fake on that. And threw it late and incomplete. So Hanover not afraid to put the ball in the air here on first down. I think that's the third time. At this level of football, I've said it once. I've said it a thousand times. Not that you guys I'm new here, so I've said it other places. It's easier to throw it when you want to than when you have to. Here's Hanover on second down, 10. Deep draw up and then completion right at the first down sticks. That one to Cameron Judeman. His first catch. Call it eight. Third completion of the football game. That counted anyway here for Hanover. So a third and about two. Ball in between the hashes. Clock running at 2.58. Already a 6 nothing lead for Hanover. Stallbomber runs the option. Quick pitch to the left mine. Runs into the defender at the line of scrimmage. Can't get anything forward. Jordan Schoen. Nice play there. Got some help from Taron Winkle. And here's a fourth down. Hanover turned it over the very first possession about this spot on the field. See what they can come up with on fourth and two. They need the 20 for a first down. Stallman rolls to his right. He's going to try to get the corner. He will, but coming up and making a great open field play on fourth down are the Lakeside Knights. That is Caden McCoy. So McCoy, the quarterback, hits his counterpart on the other side. It looked like Stallbomber had some room over there, but at the end, McCoy came flying in, put a good clean tackle on his uh, quarterback counterpart there and knocked him for no gain. So that's the second time Hanover has turned it over on that. 217, let's go quarter number one. Lakeside with the football, trailing by six, however. See if they can get some offense going. McCoy under center. Man, a lot of movements. They tried the hard count, tried to steal five on first down. But we'll see if they say the Knights move first or did the Wildcats. And I'm going to say the defense 
move first. So five yards for the offense. Second penalty against Hanover. Had a holding penalty on offense earlier. Now a five-yard penalty on defense. Gives Lakeside first and ten from about the 27-yard line on the far side of the field. Fullback give on first down. Barreling his way to the 30 is Smith. Jade Smith getting that one. Not a whole lot there, but don't need a whole lot on first and five. It's his second carry of the game. Second down short. They fake the same play. Now pitch it out to the right, and Hanover's there once again. There's just been nothing outside the tackles. Hanover Wildcats have been quicker to the outside. Oh. On the option plays here, and Bates loses a yard as he's brought down at about the 30. Knights need the 33, maybe the 32 and a half for a first down here on third and short. Got a little help on this possession with the five-yard penalty on first down. Two interior linemen, two standing linemen. Quarterback keeper left side. McCoy will try to bounce it. He's going to get enough for a first down and more. Finds his way to about midfield, or did they say he stepped out a little earlier? Yeah, they say he steps back all the way at the 35. But that is five yards and a first down for the Knights. Much needed. 105 left to go. Quarter number one, 6 nothing, And over Wildcats in front. Winner gets probably Canton Cal. They play St. Paul. And probably undefeated. There's a first down carry to Smith, and he gets upended. Coming flying in from that linebacker spot was Meyer, Cole Meyer. Hit him low. Smith upended, flies up over the top, and he does get a couple of yards. Clock running at 45. So if this one stays in bounds, probably the last play of quarter number one. Two tights, eye formation behind McCourt. Roll to the right on the play action. Has a man deep over the middle, and it is complete. 2015. 10-5, and just shy of the goal line is Austin Rice. Austin Rice getting the first completion of the game. All the way from the 35 down to a market down at the 2. <coughs> so 43 yards, Rice cut behind the defense, and for the first time that play-action pass worked, 26.8. Let's go quarter number one. That one went out of bounds. Two tight ends, first and goal. McCoy right up the middle, finds the goal line, and over it for the touchdown. So we are tied up at six, 24.3. Let's go in quarter number one. So nice answer from the Lakeside Knights. McCoy hits Austin Rice with a deep post pattern. That pattern then took him to the outside after the catch. Got tackled at the two. But now here's a two-point conversion for the Knights to take the lead. Two receivers to the left. Bates behind McCoy in the shotgun. Takes the snap. Fakes it. Now throws it out to the right. Tipped at the line of scrimmage. And it falls incomplete. So we'll stay tied at six. 34 seconds left to go. Knights get the answer offensively. And we'll be back. I'm Katie Country, 94. 
Does your vehicle have a leak, squeak, or rattle? Is there an annoying warning light shining at you from the dash? I'm Elijah at Kiever Brothers Automotive in Beloit. If you have an automotive issue, don't just live with it because you're afraid of what it might cost to get it fixed. We offer a 15-minute no-wrench inspection for free so you can get a professional opinion about your problem without spending a dime. Call or stop by today. We're happy to take a look at almost anything for free. That's Kiever Brothers Automotive just south of the courthouse in Beloit and online at keeverbrothers.com. Call Cunningham Telephone and Cable today and switch to TV now and get your first month free. Never miss your favorite shows. Have the luxury of watching what you want, when you want, on your TV, mobile device, or tablet. Find out what customers love about TV now. Call your local Cunningham Telephone and Cable office in Beloit, Belleville, Concordia, or Glen Elder for details. CunninghamTelephoneandCable.com. Connect with us. Lakeside Knights get the long pass play from Cade McCoy to Austin Rice. Sets up first the goal, and then a two-yard touchdown run for McCoy. Both teams have missed their two-point conversion chances, so it stays tied at six. Little end-over-end kick. Ground ball picked up by Hanover. Broken tackle here, broken tackle there. Now bouncing it out to the outside, 40, 35. Can he get a block? He gets one. And now down the sideline, and that's going to begin for a Hanover touchdown. So you kick them short to try to prevent that, and Cameron Juneman just made a nice move at about midfield, went straight up the field once he picked it up. That's kind of how you're taught, get what you can out of the field position. But then, you know, broke a tackle, then saw a wide open green grass to the right and was able to get outside, got a block downfield, and Cameron Juneman gets the special teams play for Hanover. Two-point conversion coming up. Pass into the middle of the end zone is complete, and that is a two-pointer. Zarbidicki with the two-pointer. So I have to cross out my line for the end of the first quarter. I might leave it. You know, who knows? Lakeside might get a kickoff return when we come back on KD Country, KD Country 94. Agco in Beloit and Cocker City is growing. Come join our winning team and build top-of-the-line products, including Fent and Massey Ferguson planters and sunflower tillage and drills. Multiple full-time positions available for first shift, including fabrication, weld, assembly, and material handling. No weekends required. Agco offers a $2,500 sign-on bonus for welders and a $1,000 sign-on bonus for all other employees. We provide excellent wages, paid time off, 401k with company match, and more. New hires qualify for pay advances during the first 30, 60, 90 days. Looking for a new start with a great company? Apply at careers.agcocorp.com. The Guarantee State Bank and Trust Company understands in today's rapidly changing environment with inputs above normal, your machinery and equipment still need to be updated. We can help you remove some uncertainty by locking in attractive fixed rates. Please contact us as we have a special rate offering on new and used purchases of machinery and equipment for your financing option. Serving your needs for 100 years and more to come. The Guarantee State Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. Approval and underwriting will apply. This time, Hanover's going to kick it all the way to and through the end zone for the touchback. But I was just about ready to say a fast-moving first quarter, but the last minute of the first quarter has had a lot of action. Big play, a 43-yarder from McCoy to Austin Rice set up a touchdown for Lakeside. It tied the game at six. 
And the ensuing kickoff, 52 yards by Cameron Juneman. Two-point conversion good, 14-6. So 10.8 left to go in quarter number one. Backside Knights take over at the 15. McCoy back to throw. Has to get rid of it quickly. It is complete right at the line of scrimmage. And swarmed under there is Smith. So he does get the completion, but for no yardage. McCoy had no time to throw. Three linemen got in, but uh, there were still three Wildcats there to defend that pass. So well done there. After one quarter play, Hanover 14, Lakeside 6. We'll be back after this. Agmark LLC knows that fall harvest is a crazy time for producers. Make your fall harvest a little easier with the Agmark app, available in the App Store or Google Play. With the Agmark app, you can view your grain contracts, open store balances, and it gives you instant access to your tickets at harvest time. You can also view grain bids for any Agmark location. Visit agmarkllc.com for an overview of the Agmark app or download it today. Agmark, your recognized leader in grain marketing solutions, one 848 9979 we're gonna make it real easy. We're gonna make it Beloit Auto and Truck Plaza wants you. We are currently accepting applications for a sales consultant, service advisor, and detail person. At Beloit Auto and Truck Plaza, we offer great benefits like paid vacation, sick leave, 401 matching, health insurance, and Affleck. Not to mention great atmosphere for you to grow and accomplish your goals. Stop by Beloit Auto and Truck Plaza and grab your application today or check us out online at BeloitAutoTruck.com. You're listening to Kansas High School Football, the Kansas State Playoffs, round number one, eight-man division two. Hanover leads it 14-6 to over Lakeside. Lakeside with the football second and ten at their own 15. A little counterplay to the left, a little counter trap, that is, to the fullback. And Hanover has bottled up that fullback run so far. Gabe Smith, nothing on that one. So it'll be third and ten. We'll see what the Knights can do deep in their own territory. Punting game has been a little bit of an adventure so far. Don't want to punt it here deep in their own territory. They've been able to overcome it a little bit. Trips to the right. McCoy in the shotgun by himself. Rolls to his right. Under pressure. Gets it away late. And it's in and out of the hands of his intended receiver. And McCoy, uh, we have a lakeside night down. Uh, it looks to be a lineman. They've already lost Ian Christine, who is trying to work out his left leg on the far sideline. But this looks to be a injury to one of the night linemen. I cannot quite see a number just yet. Let's try to get that uh, information to you when we can. But we're going to take a quick break here. Hanover 14, Lakeside 6, early second quarter. Miller Welding on Highway 24, just west of Downs, can help with your aluminum, steel, and stainless welding projects, and they can help with some repairs on site. They also make hydraulic hoses and carry bumper-to-bumper auto parts and offer Sherlock tarp installation and parts as well. Stop by and see them on the west side of Downs on Highway 24 today. Miller Welding is a proud supporter and wishes the best of luck to the Lakeside Knights this season. Remus Farms LLC in Cocker City is a proud supporter of the area athletes. They know the hard work that goes into creating team success, and they're proud of your efforts. Remus Farms Chemical and Fertilizer, your wholesale fertilizer supplier in Kansas, and Remus Farms Trucking, 
Remus Farms, LLC in Conquer City, wishing good luck to all the area athletes this season. Have you scheduled your student-athletes for their yearly eye exam? Be sure that they can perform to the best of their ability in competition as well as in the classroom. Good luck to all area athletes for a safe and exciting sports season. Call and schedule your appointment with Dr. Kim Cheney at Salem Valley Vision. They are here for you to assist with your vision needs with offices in Osborne and Stockton. Remus Plumbing, Heating, and Air in Downs is a proud supporter of the Lakeside Knights. As a Lennox Industries dealer, Remus Plumbing is dedicated to providing the most innovative and highest quality HVAC products on the market. They offer plumbing, sewer repair, maintenance services, and much more for homeowners and business owners. That's Remus Plumbing, Heating, and Air in Downs. This message brought to you by the Farmers and Merchants Bank in Cocker City, Kansas. The Farmers and Merchants Bank in Conquer City wishes the best of luck to the area sports teams this season. And for all your banking needs, visit them today. The Farmers and Merchants Bank in Conquer City, member FDIC. We're listening to the Kansas State Playoffs on Katie Country 94, katiecountry94.com. Jason Brockford here from Hanover. Hometown team up by eight, fourteen to six. Early second quarter, Jackson Hardy getting some help off the field. Uh, looks like some type of lower leg injury. So the second night that has went down, <laughs> they've had to replace about four or five players throughout the season. Um, now the second one that's gone down here tonight, Ian Christine, their leading ball carrier, uh, left with a what looked to be maybe a hamstring injury there on the left side of his or holding the backside of his leg anyway. Now Hardy with a lower leg injury. Um, I don't know if they'll get either one of those back. It's hard to tell. But here's a fourth down as we come back into play. Low snap. Penalty marker down. Rice tucks it and runs because of the low snap. And he's going to get the yardage. Oh, it's going to be close if he got the first down. Uh, Penalty marker came out quick, so that might be some type of illegal formation. And it is. Uh, so that came out awfully quick. That's usually some type of formation or movement uh, in the offense. It does. I think they had uh, Rice marked past the first down line, but the low snap bounced to him. He caught it. He, he, he fielded it pretty clean, but started to run out to his right. And then he saw some green grass, so he took off. But he's standing in his end zone. For the second fourth down try, low snap. He'll field it clean. Gets this one off under plenty of time. Low line drive, though, to the 35. This is going to allow a return. And mine gets it inside the 30, down to the 22. Ball comes out late. Ball still loose. And it looks like the Wildcats will hand it to the officials. So Wildcats will take over a pretty good field position. At the Lakeside Night 21-yard line, 10:57 left to go, quarter number two, and over already up 14 to six. They've scored with the special teams touchdown, kickoff return after the Lakeside Night score in the first quarter. Two receivers to the right, tight end to the left, one back with the quarterback of the shotgun. 
Deep drop on first down. Pass over the middle complete at the 15. Oh, keeping his arm on the ground and keeping his knees off it. Well, that time was Josh Jarbikini. And, yes, they're going to say he got into the end zone. Barnicki caught that at the 10, got cut down, but he kept his arm on the ground, kept his knees off it, and was able to run the final 10 for the touchdown. So Zarbanicki scores it, his first touchdown. Second catch. We'll call that one 21. Wow. Hanover looking for the two-point conversion. They'll throw it in the back of the end zone and all alone. Zarbanicki catches that one for the touchdown. So Hanover now up or for the two-point conversion, I should say, 22-6. to six. That was quite the acrobatic move by Zarbanicki to keep his – it's hard to do. On those, you know, he was hit right as he caught it, but his legs went out from underneath him. But his arm was able to keep him up, and and, and his knees never hit the ground. And he scores it from 21 yards out. It's a little bit of breathing room now for Hanover. Stahlbomber has completed four passes for 60 yards. 48 of those yards is our Benicki. And that one's a the second one being a touchdown. This kick will go to the two-yard line, taken there by McCoy. He'll angle it to the left. Now try to go back to the right. Has some room. Got a block. 20-25. 30-35, and across midfield all the way down to the 30. Don't see any penalty flags. And we might have our H&R block of the game, trying to see who the number is. That's, uh, that's Jordan Schoen. He broke McCoy free. McCoy looked a little stutter step to the left, came back to the right. So the Knights get their own special teams play. Didn't quite get into the end zone, but it sets him up pretty good at the Hanover 28-yard line. First and 10 in the eye, and they'll give it to Smith. And once again, Cook upends, or excuse me, Meyer, Cole Meyer upends Smith. That's the second time they've had that collision. This one for a gain of two, ball at the 25-yard line. Clock running 10-18, left to go in the first half. They just joined us. The Lakeside Knights lost their leading ball carrier, Ian Christine, early in this one to a left leg injury. Two middle linemen, two standing linemen on the front four, and quarterback keeper. Right side, ball comes out late, and it looks like the Wildcats have it. So fumble by the Knights, and the Wildcats come up with the recovery. Reichen Stellbomber in the right place at the time to come up with that one. McCoy had some room, a little delayed quarterback keeper to the right. However, he was stripped of the football, and at the 20-yard line, Wildcats come up with it. Ball at their own 29-58, let's go first half. 22-6, 
in favor of the Wildcats. They scored on the ground, or scored on the ground through the air, and then special teams. Stalbarmer back to throw, rolls to the right. You got to throw it deep over the middle, and that's a little bit too deep and incomplete. Stalbarmer holding his midsection like he got hit at the end of that one. Eli Hahn, some quarterback pressure. Stalmer just overthrew his intended receiver. Four of eight so far, those 60 yards and a score. Again, Hanover not afraid to throw it on first down. In fact, I think all but once. Two receivers make it three. They're going up to the left, one to the right. Some here's quarterback pitch to the right now, and that's mine. And he's going to get spun down. Another good open field tackle. Both these teams have done that. McCoy once again for the night. Mine's going to get about three yards. Some of these plays look like they're blocked up pretty good, and then all of a sudden the defender comes flying in and makes an open field tackle. You you design these plays to try to get one-on-one situations, and so far that's worked, but uh, more often than not, you, you give that to the defense, or to give that to the offense, especially in eight-man football with the wide-open spaces, but these defense of players have come to play tonight for both sides. Low snap. Stalbaum will pick it up. Looks over the middle, and that's going to be caught at the midfield and across down to the 36. Hard, contested catch for 21 yards and a first down. That is Cameron Juneman. His second catch. So big third down conversion for the Wildcats. Not only keeps the possession with them, but gets them into Lakeside Night territory. They've been working the middle of the field, these deep ends, these deep slants, crossing patterns, but they're you know, 15, 18 yards down the field, and that's where the open spots have been. First down attempt once again, motion, and they fake the jet sweep. Stahl bomber over the middle, but that one a little bit too high for his intended receiver. That one a deep slant and incomplete. One is Arbenicki, but just couldn't get it to him. Maybe threw it just a touch early, and if he holds on just an extra half second and then throws it, comes more clear over the middle. But quarterbacks are tough. Tough position to play. It's easy. It's easy to think about it in, you know, Madden or seven on seven or five on five in eight man football, but harder to do when people are rushing at your feet. Second down, a little toss out to the right, and mine makes the catch, spin move, but he's going to be hung on to and then spun down. Nice play by Gage Graddick. Complete pass for about three. Mine catching that one. Fourth different player to catch a pass. Eight minutes left to go. Quarter number two. 22-6 lead for Hanover. 
and seven. Hanover completed a third and seven just a little bit ago to keep this possession alive. Salvador back to throw. Has a lot of time. Throws over the middle, but incomplete. Over the head of Bruna that time. Bruna caught the very first pass of the game. So now fourth and seven. Ball at the 34-yard line. Wildcats need about the 27 for first down. Ball will be on the right hash mark as Hanover going from my left to right here in quarter number two, north to south. Said one receiver to each side, tight end to the right, one back with the quarterback in the shotgun. Back to throw, deep drop, throws it over the middle, and that's off the hands of his intended receiver and incomplete. And so the Lakeside Knights will take over at their own 32-yard line. Third time Hanover's had it in Lakeside Knight territory and been turned away on fourth down. That one, a tough conversion at fourth and long, fourth and about seven. So the Knights will take over at their own 34. 7.33 left to go, quarter number two. 22-6. McCoy has one back on each side of him, one receiver to the each side of him. Going to throw it. Will flare pass out to the right. That's complete. Turned up. Good yardage across midfield to the 40, or to, to the 38. Let's give Bates and McCoy a gain of about seven that time. Fifty yards passing for the Knights here in the first half. Two tight ends, I formation, fullback give left side. Didn't get much, but didn't need much. Might be just shy of a first down, I believe. They're going to look at it, and they're going to measure either about two, two and a half. That's about what they got, so we'll see if it's enough. I used to be good at these, but I don't know. Getting older, eyesight's not as good. I think this one is just a little bit shy. Oh, so close. Oh, they I can't even give you like, you know, you know, we don't have the HD camera zooming in on the referees like the NFL and college games do. So they give you like the little finger thing. I get, we can't see from up here. It's short. Third and third and inches. McCoy quickly to the line is going to get the first down. Heads up play by McCoy and the Knights to quickly snap that once they got up to the line. Wildcats not quite ready. And McCoy gets two at a first down. 35-yard line of the Wildcats. Big possession here. 634. Quarter number two. 22-6 for Hanover. Knights down a couple players right now, but if they can get a score and keep this one close going into halftime, McCoy back to throw. Going to throw it deep in a one-on-one situation, but that's going to be incomplete off the hands of Schoen. Wanted Jordan Schoen that time. Jordan was the left tight end. Came across deep post and then to the out. And now we have a injured Wildcat. That was the defender on the play. 
he sits about the five-yard line. Don't have a number quite yet, but we'll take a break, and we'll be back after this. You're listening to KD Country 94 and the Kansas State Playoffs. Just like the MPL League coaches place their best players in the right positions for success, so does the Brush Group. With their multifaceted marketing team of Brush Art of Downs, Donley the Lithograph of Wichita, and Sun Graphics of Parsons. The Brush Group is the official marketing partner of the Kansas City Royals, Kansas University Sports Properties, and Kansas State Sports Properties. They have the staff, experience, and online tools to ensure your marketing spend is being optimized and performing at the highest levels. The better your seed, the better your harvest. The clean and treated seed that you buy from Midway Co-op puts more money in your pocket at harvest time. Midway has two state-of-the-art cleaning and treatment centers in Lebanon and Portis. We prescribe and treat the wheat and soybean seed that best complement your current soil conditions. Get the proven germination advantage over bin run seed. Your best way forward, call us today. Midway's your best way forward. Midway Co-op's your best way forward. 346 5451 Osborne. You're listening to KDCountry94, KDCountry94.com. Jason Brockford here from Hanover. 22 6, Hanover Wildcats with the lead, Lakeside Knights with the football. That is, looks like Braylon Mine, defensive back and running back for this Wildcat team. Kind of looked like they were treating it like a cramp, so they'll try to get him worked out and. He might be able to return. We'll see. Second down and 10, ball at the 35-yard line of Hanover. Ball on the far hash. McCoy back to throw. Throws it quickly out in the flat, in and out of the hands of his intended receiver. That was a nice little out route, but couldn't hold on to it. That was Winkle. Both these teams will spread the ball around in the passing game anyway, Looked at a bunch of different receivers. Four have made catches for the Wildcats. Three have made catches for the Knights. They've looked at a couple other receivers as well. So third and ten, ball on the right, hash mark. Two tight ends, I formation behind McCoy under center. He's going to drop back, steps up, throws it, and that's going to be tipped and incomplete. They wanted shown down the field. Well, we have a penalty marker down late. That's in the defensive backfield. That's more than not. More than not goes against defense. They'll talk to the Lakeside Knight sideline and captain. Pass interference against the defense. So that's going to be an automatic first down. They'll set it at the 20. Exactly what the Knights needed. 6.04 left to go. Quarter number two. One receiver to the left, two to the right. McCoy in the shotgun. We'll run it to the right. Keeps it. And he'll find the 15. Nope, they say he steps out of bounds at the 16. So a gate of four. Second down and six. Hanover's been turned away three times in Lakeside on the Lakeside side of the field on fourth down. Lakeside Knights really haven't had a whole lot of offense get going except for one play that set up a first and goal. 
Now with the defensive penalty, trips to the right. McCoy runs to the right, tucks it, tries to get upfield, gets knocked out of bounds at about the 14. Short gain of two, brings up third and six, or third and four, as the first two plays gain six. Line of scrimmage to 14. Down marker set at the 10. That's what Lakeside needs for a first down. Third and four. Two tight ends, eye formation. Ball on the right hash mark. McCoy, plaques your pass. Rolls to the right, steps up to throws it in the corner of the end zone. That's going to be complete and a touchdown. Another one for the Knights. They put some points on the board. McCoy. Completes that to shown. And Lakeside Knights back in it. That one from 14 yards out. 22 to 12 momentarily. Two-point conversion is good. Just getting over the line that time with the Knights. We have a Hanover player down. That's Chase Bruna. He'll get up and walk off under his own power. And with 5.48 left to play in the first half, score and over 22, Lakeside 14. We'll be back after this. Linton Insurance in downtown Beloit protects what you value most by combining personalized advice with a creative approach to give you what matters most, peace of mind. Sherry and Connie, the go-to gals at Linton Insurance Agency in Beloit, know that a balanced portfolio can provide you the freedom to focus on what's important. Call 738-5128 and they will guide you through the decision-making process with a clear understanding of your needs. Put your trust in the hands that care about your personal well-being. Linton Insurance, your local independent insurance agency in Beloit. 22-14, Hanover Wildcats up over the Lakeside Knights. Lakeside Knights fighting hard, a little short-handed. Lost Ian Christine early on in this one. Jackson Hardy is left because of injury. But the Wildcats have down a couple on that possession anyway. Braylon Mine wasn't in there on the last couple plays of that possession. Chase Bruno was slow to get up on the two-point conversion. But he's back there for the return on the kickoff. He'll angle to the right, takes it at uh, the 20, cuts back to the left, and gets good yardage out to midfield. Special teams are Hanover playing a big part so far. They'll get it right at midfield. And with 5.39 left to go in the second quarter, Hanover 22, Lakeside 14. Said that was a big possession for Lakeside. Now they've got to... Kind of got to hold it up, though, with the, with the defensive stop. Stall Bomber in the shotgun, ball in between the hash marks. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. They've been throwing it often on first down. They look to do so here. A little bubble screen out to the left. That's complete. And that's Bruna. And got good blocking all the way down to the... 30 and beyond, so that should be, I don't know, just shy of a first down. Bruna's second catch, give him nine. 
13 pass attempts already for the Wildcats. Knights have thrown his eight. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Bruna, the back. And Wildcats a little confused. They're down a couple of players, too, so they'll take the time out trying to get themselves lined up. 4.57 left to go first half. Hanover 22, Lakeside 14. We're listening to Kansas State playoffs on Katy Country 94. Dusty Donis here with Chris Wagner from Wildlife Properties Land Company. Chris, what sets your company apart? At Wildlife Properties, we focus on country home, land, and residential properties. So we can customize a unique marketing plan for each property and client to get the most exposure for your property. And Chris, if someone's looking to sell in the Beloit or Mitchell County area, how can they reach you? Yeah, Dusty, they can call or text me at 534-7184. Or for more information, they can visit our website at mywildlifeproperty.com. Again, call Chris at 534-7184. The State Bank of Downs is proud to support the Lakeside Knights, and they send out best wishes to all the Lakeside scholars and athletes this year. The State Bank of Downs can take care of all your banking needs, checking accounts, savings accounts, time certificates, and loans of all types. They're locally owned and operated and have been serving and supporting the community and surrounding areas since 1892. Internet banking and debit cards also available. That's the State Bank of Downs, member FDIC. Wildcats get lined up quickly, run a second down play. Quarterback takes it, Stallbomber takes it all the way to the line, then pitches it late to mine, or to Bruna, excuse me, and Bruna swarmed under by a bunch of Lakeside Knights. That was a loss of about four. Not what you want on second and short. You'd like something quick hitting over the, over the middle, but loss of four brings up third and five. And again, Wildcats seem to be a little confused in their formation. They'll get lined up. They'll get this one off here, or it looks like it. And two receivers to the right. Stallbomber to throw, as all day has a man at the five, but that's going to be incomplete. And, again, Stallbomber had him, but just, just a little bit too much on it. That looks to be Zarbanicki back there again. So fourth down and five, or maybe five and a half here. Knights have to get it to the, or the Wildcats have to get it to the 29. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Motion across the formation now, two receivers to the left. Bob Armour to throw. Steps up, throws it deep at the five, at the two, and that's in for a touchdown. Getting behind the defense was Cameron Juneman. Stahlbomber had a lot of time to throw and then finds Juneman at the five, and Juneman backs into the end zone with the touchdown. Two-point conversion upcoming. That one 35 yards on third or fourth and five. Juneman's third catch of the day. Stahlbomber's second touchdown. Two-point conversion, 3.46 left to go in the second quarter. Big answer by Hanover, 28-14. Paul Bomber back to throw, deep drop. Steps up in the pocket, and it's going to be incomplete. And two-point conversion, no good. 28-14, 
346 left to go first half. We'll be back after this. At Next Tech, we make life better by providing world-class technology. In fact, we've been doing just that for more than 70 years. For your home, we've got you covered with the fastest internet speeds available, streaming TV, local phone, and home security. For your business, we have the solutions you need for IT, cloud, infrastructure, cybersecurity, and more, all backed by our robust fiber-powered network. To experience world-class technology and service, visit next-tech.com. Idea of buying a vehicle or camper been haunting you? At Becker Autos and Trailers, there's no need to slash prices, but we do. Need your camper winterized? Stop in. We don't want things to freeze or break. Come see us. We won't bite. <laughs> Becker Autos and Trailers off Highway 24 in Beloit. Online at BeckerAutos.com. 3.46 left to go in quarter number two, 28-14. Andover and kick taking about the 25, and Rice tries to get to the outside. Can't quite get the corner turn, but does get to the 33-yard line. Short kick, about an eight-yard return. Lakeside Knights will try to answer. 3.39 left to go in the first half, 28-14. Knights have gotten the passing game going a little bit. Struggled with it early. Took a couple quarterback sacks. A couple incomplete passes to start. But from there, it has been their only offense. McCoy runs it to the left on the quarterback keeper. Good yardage, 40 to the 38. Gain of eight. The ground game, that's the one thing you think the Knights have a constant with Ian Christine is that's been taken away. Christine left middle of first quarter with a left leg injury, and we haven't seen him since. Two tight ends, eye formation, one back on each side of McCoy, who's in the shotgun. Quarterback keeper to the right, but a lot of penetration in the backfield, and Cameron Jordan, or excuse me, Cameron Juneman finally spins McCoy down in the backfield. Loss of about three. Boy, it's it's designed to to take a little bit. It's a little bit of a delay, and you let your blockers get in front of you, and then you try to pick out a hole. But the Cameron Juneman did a nice job of a not only not in letting him get outside, but then once he made the cut back inside, getting hold of him and spitting him down in the backfield. Third and five, ball in between the hashes. Couldn't be more in the middle of the field if he tried as it sits at midfield. McCoy, straight drop back. Looks to throw. Steps up in the pocket, but they're not going to have time, and he's going to be snowed under. That one's Cameron Juneman. He's been in the backfield a couple of times here tonight. I believe that's his second sack. Clock running at 2.04. Loss of about three, so fourth and seven. Wildcats have used one timeout. I think they're going to see what happens on this fourth down before they decide how to use those times. Punt formation. Rice stands about his 25. Good snap. Rice will take his time. Good kick. That's going to be taking at the 12. This is Bruna. Cuts left. Now back to the right. Up the middle now. And 
Gets to about the 25, 26-yard line. 14-yard return after a 37-yard punt. And the Wildcats, who have put the football up in the air already 15 times, have one minute, 30 seconds, and two timeouts to work with. They got to go 54 yards for a touchdown here. One receiver to the left, one to the right. Ball in the middle of the field on this first down. They wanted the little bubble screen out to the right, but false start. False start, moves it back to the 21. First things first, I think you want a first down to try to get out of at least the deep part of Lakeside territory, and then maybe see what happens. You've been throwing it pretty deep all game. This one, a short one to the right, and picking his way up the field for about a gain of seven is Tanner Bruna. And we have another injured Lakeside Knight. This is Austin Rice. This is just getting tough for the Knights to handle. Down about four to coming into the game. Lost two during the game. We have a second down and seven. Ball at the 28-yard line. That's the fifth receiver to catch a pass here in the first half for the Wildcats. So we tend to Austin Rice. We'll take a timeout. We'll be back after this. You're listening to Katie Country 94. Whether it be collections, agriculture and business planning, litigation, criminal law, estate planning and trust, probate or real estate, let the law office of Scott D. Wright LLC and Mitchell County Abstract and Title assist you. They offer title and escrow services, including 1031 exchanges, real estate closings, and contract and deed preparation for North Central Kansas. The law office of Scott D. Wright LLC is a general practice firm at 108 East Main Street in Beloit. Call 738-2363 or visit online scottwrightlaw.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertising. Have you been saving your pocket change? You might be surprised at just how much has accumulated. Farmway Credit Union now has a fast solution to turn your coins to cash. Bring that container of coins to our Beloit location. Credit Union members can use the coin machine for no cost. A minimal fee applies if you're not a member. But maybe now's the time to consider becoming a member. Farmway Credit Union, cultivating the financial well-being of our members by providing resources to achieve financial freedom. Does your vehicle have a leak, squeak, or rattle? Is there an annoying warning light shining at you from the dash? I'm Elijah at Kiever Brothers Automotive in Beloit. If you have an automotive issue, don't just live with it because you're afraid of what it might cost to get it fixed. We offer a 15-minute no-wrench inspection for free so you can get a professional opinion about your problem without spending a dime. Call or stop by today. We're happy to take a look at almost anything for free. That's Kiever Brothers Automotive just south of the courthouse in Beloit and online at keeverbrothers.com. You're listening to Katie Country 94. Jason Broadfoot's here with us. One t- 110 left to go. Clock running now after the complete pass. 
Austin Rice struggling with that or what looks to be a right leg injury. Two receivers to the left. Ball Bomber in the shotgun. Rolls to the left. Steps up, throws it. Corner route, and that's going to be incomplete. They wanted Zarbanicki down the field. Couldn't quite get it to him. Now a third down with 53 seconds left to play in quarter number two, 28-14. And over with the two-touchdown lead at this point. The way both these teams play it, split the two-point conversions and Lakeside Knight would tie this up. But first things first, got to get off the field here defensively. One receiver to the left, one to the right here on third down. Bob Bomber looks left. Now goes over the middle. Complete at midfield. And that will be enough for a first down. That'll stop the clock or stop the clock momentarily while they move the chains. Arbanicki with another catch. His third. Give him twelve. And a first down. Forty six seconds. There's the snap. Bubble screen to the right. There's Bruna. Tanner Bruna. And a good open field tackle made by the Knights. That's Caden McCoy, and he's been all over the field defensively. Quick timeout taken by Hanover. 37 seconds left to go in quarter number two. We'll be back after this. What's all the excitement about? Switch to TV now and get two free Amazon Fire Sticks. Watch your favorite shows anywhere you're connected to Cunningham Telephone and Cable. On TV, on your mobile device, or tablet. Get whole home worry-free Wi-Fi, 100 DVR hours, restart TV, replay TV, and two streams of expanded TV now. Want to know more? Call your local Cunningham Telephone and Cable office in Beloit, Belleville, Concordia, and Glen Elder for details. Connect with us. Jason Bobster back here on KD Country 94. Ball sits just on the lakeside night of midfield on the right hash mark for second down and nine. Complete a little bubble screen on first down. 18 pass attempts by Riken Stahlbomber here in half number one. With 37 seconds left and one timeout, expect a couple more. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Back with Stahlbomber. Deep drop. Steps up in the pocket, throws it over the middle, and that's going to be incomplete. Two receivers in the same area, so that brought a lot of lakeside night defenders as well. The ball falls incomplete. Third down and 10.31 seconds left to play. First half. Got state volleyball tomorrow. Z96.3, the lake. I'll have St. John's Tipton. Dusty Last Smith Center. And NCKS Sports will have, on the Beloit Streaming Channel, will have Beloit Lady Trojans. Paul Romer will step up in the pocket on third and 10 and run it. Tries to angle to the left side. Gets out of bounds at the 25 yard line. That's how the first touchdown of the game was scored on a quarterback scramble. This one, 13 and a first down. Ball just outside the 25, 23 seconds 
left to play in quarter number two. Probably three plays if you're going to throw it down the field. Maybe a fourth. Saw Bomber to throw. Again, a deep drop. Throws it to the right side and over his intended receiver's head. Stallbaum would like to have that one back. Just puts a little touch on that one. And he has Zarbanicki in the right flat with a lot of room to run if he's able to catch it cleanly and turn it up the field. So 17 seconds left. That one didn't take very long, so maybe a chance to get three plays in still. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Second down and ten. Paul Palmer back to throw, steps up in the pocket once again, throws it towards the back of the end zone, and almost a touchdown, but off the hands of his intended receiver, flashing in front there at the end was McCoy. And it's going to be third down and ten, 11.3. One timeout left, so if this one stays in bounds, even if you get the first down, you're probably looking to call the timeout and take one more shot to the end zone. Both these teams, I think they're going to use the halftime break to try to draw up some stuff to get some new players in new places. Little screen pass to the right. This is Bruna. Gets a block. Gets a second block. But he's going to be brought down from behind at the 12. There's the timeout. Did get a first down. But that's not the most important thing at this point. Most important thing is the clock stops at 4.3. So probably one play. Maybe a quick incompletion. Kent Galva probably awaiting the winner here. They are playing St. Paul. What this side of the bracket has for us here. Camp Gallo playing St. Paul awaits the more than likely awaits the winner of this one. Maybe the last play of the first half coming up here. 28-14. Ball sits at the 13. Uh, 28-14 right now. Two-possession game. Can Hanover make it three? Well, the Lakeside Knights, oh, uh, Hanover gets it to start the second half, so this is a pretty big play here. Slobbauer back to throw, three-man rush. Slobbauer has time, now it breaks down, throws it to the back of the end zone, but it's going to be incomplete. Making a good move towards the football was Bruna, but he couldn't come up with it at the end. It looked to be covered up, but Bruno then all of a sudden popped in front of the defender. 
but Bruna couldn't bring it down. So at halftime, 28 for Hanover, 14 for Lakeside. We'll be back with the halftime show brought to you by Kiever Brothers Automotive on Katy Country 94. Agco in Beloit and Cocker City is growing. Come join our winning team and build top-of-the-line products including Fent and Massey Ferguson planters and sunflower tillage and drills. Multiple full-time positions available for first shift, including fabrication, weld, assembly, and material handling. No weekends required. Agco offers a $2,500 sign-on bonus for welders and a $1,000 sign-on bonus for all other employees. We provide excellent wages, paid time off, 401k with company match and more. New hires qualify for pay advances during the first 30, 60, 90 days. Looking for a new start with a great company? Apply at careers.agcocorp.com. Continuing to grow to meet your needs, the Guarantee State Bank and Trust Company, with 100 years under our belt, the Guarantee offers the convenient banking tools you need today. Digital banking services with a guarantee on the go, along with the traditional banking services from the guarantee staff you know and trust. Visit GuaranteeState.com or see us in person at any of our nine locations in North Central Kansas. Member FDIC, the guarantee, your community bank. Agmark LLC knows that fall harvest is a crazy time for producers. Make your fall harvest a little easier with the Agmark app, available in the App Store or Google Play. With the Agmark app, you can view your grain contracts, open store balances, and it gives you instant access to your tickets at harvest time. You can also view grain bids for any Agmark location. Visit agmarkllc.com for an overview of the Agmark app or download it today. Agmark, your recognized leader in grain marketing solutions, one 848 9979 We're going to make it really Beloit Auto and Truck Plaza wants you. We are currently accepting applications for a sales consultant, service advisor, and detail person. At Beloit Auto and Truck Plaza, we offer great benefits like paid vacation, sick leave, 401 matching, health insurance, and Affleck. Not to mention great atmosphere for you to grow and accomplish your goals. Stop by Beloit Auto and Truck Plaza and grab your application today or check us out online at BeloitAutoTruck.com. Miller Welding on Highway 24, just west of Downs, can help with your aluminum, steel, and stainless welding projects, and they can help with some repairs on site. They also make hydraulic hoses and carry bumper-to-bumper auto parts and offer Sherlock tarp installation and parts as well. Stop by and see them on the west side of Downs on Highway 24 today. Miller Welding is a proud supporter and wishes the best of luck to the Lakeside Knights this season. You're listening to High School Football on Katie Country 94, katiecountry94.com. Jason Brockfoot here at Hanover, and Hanover Wildcats, the home team here with the 28-14 lead over the visiting Lake, Lakeside night. Kind of both teams putting the ball in the air. Change just the way, you know, Lakeside kind of had to change the way they play a little bit. Um, Ian Christine, their, uh, you know, bell cow back, over 1,200 yards, 16 touchdowns on the ground, pretty much unavailable since the middle of the first quarter. Uh, broke a nice run for about 24 yards, but uh, struggled to get up after the play and was holding the back of his leg and left leg and struggled to get off the field under his own power. He's been trying to kind of stretch it out and work it out over there on the on the far sideline but uh, just haven't seen him out on the field at any point uh, since. Uh, you 
know, and the longer that goes, the less chance you have of, of, of seeing uh, Christine here tonight. Also, Jackson Hardy, lineman for Lakeside, left with an injury, and then Austin Wrights right before halftime. Um, haven't seen Hardy since. Uh, Wrights probably still a little too early to tell um, if he'll be able to return in the second half. But uh, for a team that's already a little shorthanded, um, However, you know, a lot of those happened at the midpoint of the season, or the early or to the midpoint of the season, so they had some time to just get those guys some uh, some playing time in their new positions or or playing time overall if they were new to the to the varsity experience and and just as you get it all straightened out and and get some continuity going, you lose two, maybe three players here in the first half, and that's going to make it tough. Uh, depth always an issue at this level of football. Um, I don't care what team you are on, you start to start to use the second hand to count some of these players that you're missing, and, and you're going to run into uh, some depth issues uh, to finish a ball game. But we'll see what Lakeside has come up with. You know, trail 22-6 at one point, got it back to 22-14. So they've been fighting hard. They've been playing hard. It's just a matter of being able to get some stops against this Hanover Wildcat uh, offense and then also uh, going to keep the special teams off the board. Hanover got a score that way as well. So that's kind of how things are going here in the first half. Welcome to the Halftime Show presented by Kiever Brothers Automotive in Beloit. Kiever Brothers is your home team for fast and friendly auto repair. Find them south of the courthouse in Beloit or on the web at keeverbrothers.com. Quick start for Hanover as they, uh, you know, took their second possession of the game in for a six-nothing lead. Then he kind of got the Christine injury for the Knights, and then after that, the offense kind of sputtered for a little bit. But McCoy hit Austin Rice with a 43-yard play. That was a post pattern over the middle. And it kind of gave the Knights confidence. They were able to punch it in just a little bit after that. But that uh, pass from McCoy to Rice could be our connection of the game. Uh, brought to you by Cunningham Telephone and Cable. Connect with us. That's a possibility for a connection of the game. Uh, McCoy's touchdown pass to Jordan Schoen. Also a possibility there. H&R block of the game. We'll give that away at the end of the game as well. Sponsored by H&R Block and Beloit for your tax bookkeeping and payroll needs. Get the expertise you deserve. H&R Block and Beloit. Never settle for less. It didn't score anybody, but a nice block by Jordan Schoen on a kickoff return. Uh, got McCoy loose on the right side, and he was able to get it all the way into to, into the Hanover Wildcat territory, and then they would score it from there a little bit later on. That was their second touchdown, so that could be our block of the game, brought to you by H&R Block in Beloit. Also give an athlete of the game away. That could be, boy, right now, Caden McCoy, some open field tackles, uh, keeping Hanover from moving the ball down the field a couple of times. Could be Carson Juneman, a uh, big special teams play for him, a kickoff return. Could be uh, starting quarterback Reichen Stahlbomber as well or a host of receivers for Hanover. Who knows? We'll, we'll, we'll name that to Athlete of the Game, brought to you by SNS Drug and Home Health in Beloit when it's all said and done. 
28-14, halftime here, Hanover with the lead. Lakeside will try to make the comeback in half number two. We'll have some first-half stats and a scoring summary for you when we return on KD Country 94. Remus Farms LLC in Concord City is a proud supporter of the area athletes. They know the hard work that goes into creating team success, and they're proud of your efforts. Remus Farms Chemical and Fertilizer, your wholesale fertilizer supplier in Kansas, and Remus Farms Trucking. Remus Farms LLC in Concord City, wishing good luck to all the area athletes this season. Have you scheduled your student athletes for their yearly eye exam? Be sure that they can perform to the best of their ability in competition as well as in the classroom. Good luck to all area athletes for a safe and exciting sports season. Call and schedule your appointment with Dr. Kim Cheney at Song Valley Vision. They are here for you to assist with your vision needs with offices in Osborne and Stockton. Remus Plumbing, Heating, and Air in Downs is a proud supporter of the Lakeside Knights. As a Lennox Industries dealer, Remus Plumbing is dedicated to providing the most innovative and highest quality HVAC products on the market. They offer plumbing, sewer repair, maintenance services, and much more for homeowners and business owners. That's Remus Plumbing, Heating, and Air in Downs. This message brought to you by the Farmers and Merchants Bank in Cocker City, Kansas. The Farmers and Merchants Bank in Conquer City wishes the best of luck to the area sports teams this season. And for all your banking needs, visit them today. The Farmers and Merchants Bank in Conquer City, member FDIC. Just like the MPL League coaches place their best players in the right positions for success, so does the Brush Group. With their multifaceted marketing team of Brush Art of Downs, Donley the Lithograph of Wichita, and Sun Graphics of Parsons. The Brush Group is the official marketing partner of the Kansas City Royals, Kansas University Sports Properties, and Kansas State Sports Properties. They have the staff, experience, and online tools to ensure your marketing spend is being optimized and performing at the highest levels. You're listening to Kansas State High School Playoffs on Katie Country 94, katiecountry94.com. First round of eight-man Division Two, Hanover leading Lakeside 28-14 to after two quarters of play. Lakeside trying to warm up. We'll see what they can come up with here in the second half. Jackson Hardy, Ian Christine, early in this one. I haven't seen them since. Uh... Austin Rice left late first half. Don't know if he'll be back. Probably use the halftime break to to make a determination there. But it's tough. Tough when you lose your main ball carrier that early in the game. Kind of changed the way Lakeside played a little bit. They put it in the air a little bit more often. Um, nine pass tips here in half number one. And that uh, doesn't tell the story. They've been sacked three times, so they've called a couple more pass plays than that as well. So, all right, uh, 28-14, Lakeside's still right there. They need to probably come up with a special teams play and some type of big defensive play to help out the offense. Um, offense, just 99 total yards in the first half. Of course, when you lose a couple of your weapons, it's tougher to do that explosively. On the ground, 49 30 of those to Ian Christine uh, before he left on six carries. 
uh, left the game after a 24-yard run. Uh, they got uh, Lakeside into Hanover territory, but they were unable to score on that one. Then 16 yards for Caden McCoy. Of course, some of those go against average there, so that that doesn't work out very well for Caden McCoy. But 16 yards rushing for him. Uh, Gabe Smith with 10 rushing. Leighton Betts got a couple of carries early to, to, after he replaced the seed, um, but had to fall on a fumble or a missed pitch there, so he's got negative seven. 50 yards throwing the football, three completions, three out of nine here for McCoy. Hit Austin Rice on the 40, or excuse me, he's got four completions. This hits four different receivers. Hit Austin Rice with the 43-yard touchdown throw. Hit Bates with a seven-yarder. Gates with the zero-yarder and the touchdown throw to George Jones for 14. So four completions for 64 yards. So that's actually 113 total yards in the first half for the Lakeside Knights. 203 total yards for Hanover in the first half, 157 of those coming through the air. They put it up 23 times, including just about every first down. We have completed 12 of those, so 12 of 23 for those 157 yards. Chase Bruna, two catches for, or three catches for 48, and a touchdown. Kassar Benicki for three catches for. 60 yards and a touchdown there. Also three catches for Tanner Bruna for 21 yards. So some of the first half leaders here for you in this one. Scoring summary, first quarter of play. Hanover scores first. All Bomber, a 12-yard run on a quarterback scramble. Two-point conversion, no good, 6 nothing. Then late first, Caden McCoy scores it from two yards out. That one's set up by that Austin Rice 43-yard play. 6-6 after they missed two-point conversion. Juneman, then on the ensuing kickoff, that's Cameron Juneman, a 52-yard kickoff return, 14-6 after the two-point conversion there. Zarbanicki, a touchdown catch from 21 yards out in the second quarter, 22-6, the biggest lead for Hanover here tonight. But Peyton McCoy would hit Jordan Schoen for a 14-yard touchdown pass. That two-point conversion good, 22-14. But right before halftime, or a couple minutes before halftime, Cameron Juneman, 28-14 with a 35-yard touchdown pass of his his uh, reception of his own. Stahlbomber's second of the game. So 28-14 is where we stand. We'll put those extra three minutes on the clock here, and then we will have second half for you. From Hanover, you're listening to Kansas State Football Playoffs on Katy Country 94. The better your seed, the better your harvest. The clean and treated seed that you buy from Midway Co-op puts more money in your pocket at harvest time. Midway has two state-of-the-art cleaning and treatment centers in Lebanon and Portis. We prescribe and treat the wheat and soybean seed that best complement your current soil conditions. Get the proven germination advantage over bin-run seed. Your best way forward. Call us today. Midway's your best way forward. 
346-5451, Osborne. Linden Insurance in downtown Beloit protects what you value most by combining personalized advice with a creative approach to give you what matters most, peace of mind. Sherry and Connie, the go-to gals at Linton Insurance Agency in Beloit, know that a balanced portfolio can provide you the freedom to focus on what's important. Call 738-5128 and they will guide you through the decision-making process with a clear understanding of your needs. Put your trust in the hands that care about your personal well-being. Linton Insurance, your local independent insurance agency in Beloit. Dusty Donis with Nick Rhodes from Wildlife Properties Land Company. Nick, what sets your company apart? Well, Dusty, one of the really cool things about what we do is Chris and I are both full-time real estate agents, so we can dedicate extra time to working on people's property, doing drone flights, virtual tours, a lot of things that we take each property to the next step. And Nick, if someone's looking to sell in North Central Kansas, where can they find more info? They can go to our website. We've got a really sweet website, lots of information, properties for sale, virtual tours, all that's out there. Mywildlifeproperty.com. That's www.mywildlifeproperty.com. The State Bank of Downs is proud to support the Lakeside Knights, and they send out best wishes to all the Lakeside Scholars and Athletes this year. The State Bank of Downs can take care of all your banking needs, checking accounts, savings accounts, time certificates, and loans of all types. They're locally owned and operated and have been serving and supporting the community and surrounding areas since 1892. Internet banking and debit cards also available at the State Bank of Downs, member FDIC. Jason Broadfoot here on Katy Country 94. This is the Keeper Brothers Automotive Halftime Show. Keeper Brothers is your home team for fast-friendly auto repair. Find them south of the courthouse in Beloit or on the web at keeperbrothers.com. Thank you to all our sponsors. Can't do this without you guys out there, guys and gals, and business owners, and all that. Can't do it without you. That's about all the all you can say about it is just the wouldn't have it without without our sponsors, so we thank them for doing it. Thank you out there for listening and see what the Lakeside Knights can come up with. Do they have enough, you know, extra bench power, extra firepower on that bench to to hang in there and see if they can make this a four quarter game and see what happens there, make a couple plays, or will Hanover kind of wear them down? They're already a little short-handed and then lost two players. We'll see about Austin Rice here as a third. Short kick taken by Hanover, and they'll take over at their own 31-32 yard line. Looks like Rice is out there, so that's good news for the Knights. So lose a couple players in the first half, get one to return here in the third quarter. Hanover will go from my right to my left here in quarter number three. They've been throwing it on first down just about every time here tonight. This one, no exception. A little bubble screen out to the right side. And making a nice move to make one person miss and using the blocks that time was Bruna. Tanner Bruna. Catch number four. That one worth nine. And a second down and short. Ball be on the right hash mark. Ball sits just on the lakeside side of midfield. Stall bomber in the shotgun. We'll keep it this time. Has a move room up the middle. Down players out to the left. 30, 25, 20. And brought down in night territory at the 17. They've been running that option 
oh, I'd say that's about a half dozen times, and they pitched it quickly every time. Lakeside was ready for it, but uh, good play by Thalbomber to keep it, move up the field himself, and has Hanover in good field position at the 17-yard line. Dean of 23, and a first down. On the left hash mark, short side of the field on this first down play. Stahlbaumer, a little flare pass out to the left. Got a couple blocks for Chase Bruna. 10-5, and he's going to barrel his way into the end zone for the touchdown. No flags on the play, so 17 yards. 25th pass attempt of the football game. Chase Bruna, his second touchdown fourth reception. Now that makes it 34-14 momentarily. We'll see what the two-point conversion is. Two of four so far for the Hanover Wildcats. That's coming out of the gate quickly. and Now the Wildcats have a little bit of breathing room. Be interesting to see, though, if they try to keep throwing the football, or will they try to chew up some clock here in the second half? But, you know, first things first, two-point conversion. Dahlbomber lobs it to the back of the end zone. Nothing there. And that'll keep it 34-14. to 14. We'll stay here for this one. 34-14. What do the Knights come up with? Uh, probably threw it a little bit more than what they wanted to. I think, you know, 10 is a pretty good target for them if, passing attempts in a game, or at least the competitive part of a football game. You hit that in the hit that in the first half because they kind of had to you know, find a new way to play. Lost Ian Christine, lost the big lineman, uh, so the, some of that power running game is, is no longer really option A anymore here tonight. Scoreboard, probably a little bit a part of that, too, as this side has only been tied or trailed in this one. Of course, obviously started tied at 0-0, tied it up at 6-6, but was trailed ever since. Closest they've been recently is 22-14. We now hit it 34-14. And Galvo... Probably awaits the winner. We'll see if we can find some scores here throughout the evening. But Canton Galva plays St. Paul. And that's what this side of the bracket. There's a end over end kick, bobbled around, but finally picked up by the Knights. Wildcats have kicked it deep a couple of times. Got one touchback and one that set the, all the way to the two. But this one, short kick. And the Knights take over at their own 31. McCoy, touchdown throw, touchdown run. He's under shot, or excuse me, he's under center here on first down. Gabe Smith is kind of the second plan uh, every first down. We talk about the Wildcats throwing it on first down every time. Just about every time since the Gersine injury, we've seen first down plays unless it's a clock situation, go to that fullback dive. That gets two. So now shotgun back on split backs with McCoy. 
quarterback keeper to the left. He'll break it outside, has some room, gets to the midfield stripe. I'm going to say out of bounds at the 40-yard line. I believe that's just shy of a first down. Yep, a yard shy of a first down. But good, solid gain for McCoy. We'll give him seven. 10-14 left to play here in the quarter. Must have said his knee hit inbounds. McCoy hit a quarterback sneak earlier on a short yard situation. They'll give it to Smith. Actually, no, they won't. Well, they did, but they blow the play dead. And a false start. I think Smith got a little bit of a head start from that fullback position, knowing he was going to get the football. So not very many penalties against the Knights. I believe this is the first accepted penalty. And oh, Excuse me, they had a false start on a punt as well. But first one from offensive scrimmage. And kind of cost them a big five yards. Third and one now is third and six. Two tights, eye formation behind McCoy. Roll to the right, but the Wildcats were ready for that one. The ball's loose, and the Knights are going to come up with it. Juneman in the backfield one more time. All those role plays have gone to the right. Juneman just shot straight up the field. Didn't even go in. He just kind of went straight up the field, and McCoy just kind of rolled into him on the bootleg, and that's going to bring up fourth down. That's Juneman's third sack, I believe. So that one a big loss. Knights moved all the way back to where they farther back than when they started. Rice will kick it away. This is a good kick. Line drive, however. Takes a pretty neutral bounce. So, ooh, risky play by the Wildcat return man, Bruna. But he kind of keeps a hold of the football. Turned his back to the defense, so I don't think he realized the defender was there. Caught it on a bounce, and the defender hit him right as he made contact with the football. Bruna lucky to hold on to that one. That could have been a big special teams play that maybe helps Lakeside get into it, but Bruna holds on, and with 9-0-1 left to go, quarter number three, 34-14. Hanover with the lead and the football. Do they stay aggressive with the passing game and try to you know, hit some more haymakers, or do they try to run it a little bit? Here's a little pop pass. This is be a pass to Bruna. Turns it up field. We have a penalty marker down. There's that little. They've been motioning through the formation every once in a while. This time they do it and do the little pop pass. Doesn't matter as it's going to be called back for holding. Something that uh, some the Wildcats could run to get something inbounds, keep the clock running a little bit. But it's called back because of the penalty. 34-14, first down. It's a spot foul, so it was a little bit up the field. And, of course, it would have been half the... So now it's... I don't know. We'll call it first and 17. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Quarterback will keep it this time. Fake the pitch. Moves it up the field across the 20 to the 21. 
Gets back the yardage lost on the penalty and then a yard. Alabama, not too many carries on the Knights, but has made the most of them. 12-yard touchdown earlier. Got a 23-yarder to set up their last score. Here's seven, so he's got 55 yards on five carries. Second down and nine, ball on the left hash mark. Wildcats have been without Braylon Mine for a lot of this football game. He's trying to work his way back in. Same play, but here's the pitch to the running back, and that's going to be right side of a wide open lane, 40, 35, 30, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5. Oh, losing the football on the way. Nobody around, and losing the football was Aiden Olgan. Just lost the handle at the five. I, there wasn't anybody within 10 yards. Mickey saw the end zone, got a little excited. I don't think he was trying to showboat or anything, but the ball just popped out. 7.34, the Knights fall on it. It's a huge gain, but it's going to be for not. Holy cow. I don't think I've seen that. Just lost the handle on the football at about the 10, bounced around to the 5, and like I said, nobody was – he was going to cruise into the end zone. McCoy, quarterback keeper, costified to the 10, so he gets five on first down. It'll go down as a gain of 54 for Aiden Olguin, the junior, 5'6", 145. Tough break for the Wildcats. Keeps the Knights in it for right now. 7-0-2. I could have been at least 40-14. to But keeps it 34-14. Ball on the left. Hash mark. Two tight ends. And a handoff is to Smith. They'll try the right side. He'll get about four. So here's third and one. Big third and one here for the Knights. If they're going to have... Any real shot of trying to make a run at it. We've already seen half of this third quarter or just about half of this third quarter run off. They're going to have to get this first down and then get the offense moving a little bit. High formation behind McCoy under center. They give the fullback left side. Smith spins, reaches the ball out, knew where he needed to get. Sticks were right on the line, so he gets it across the 15 to the 15 and a half. That is enough for a Lakeside Knight first down. So they move the chains, start the clock, and we get the halfway mark of the third quarter. 34-14, Hanover out in front. They had a, a breakaway touchdown. Like I said, nobody was at 10 yards. Logline just lost the football. McCoy tries the quarterback keeper to the left. Maybe across the line of scrimmage for one. 22 yards on 15 carries for McCoy. Tough break for McCoy. They've had some negative plays that kind of go against his yardage, but they'll see to have a little bit more of a stat line here tonight, but just 22 yards. Second down and nine. Three receivers, trips to the right. 
I then back to the left, McCoy in the shotgun, double screen, and that's going to be incomplete. That was close, but it was a little bit forward. I tried to get it to Rice, but it's off his hands, and we'll bring up third down. Four of seven, throwing the football here for the Knights. That's the part of the wide receiver screen there that you, you know, pretty good throw, and I know you want to get started, get your eyes up the field, see what you can get, but you got to catch the football first. Receiver to the left, to the right. McCoy will roll to the right, looks back to the left. That one tipped at the line of scrimmage, tipped again and intercepted. This is going to be Bruna. This is Tanner Bruna, 10, and he'll return it to the 10. And the first interception of the game goes against the Knights into the hands of the Wildcats. And with 4.57 left to go third quarter, 34-14, Wildcats set up. Well, not quite first and goal. Nose of the football just outside the 10. So we'll call it first and 10. 10 and a half. So 4.57 left to play in the third. Wildcats have the 34-14 to 14 lead. Threatening here to make it more. Ball on the right hash mark, right to left. Two receivers to the short side, one to the left. Motion through the formation, now makes it two to the left. Option play, pitch to the running back, and yeah, nice move. Gets Goldwine inside the five to the four. So the Wildcats without Braylon Mine. We've had to use a couple different players in the backfield. Bruno's been back there a little bit. But he'll go to the wide side, the right side of the field. Quarterback under center. Quarterback sneak and powers his way in, and that's going to be a touchdown right against Obama. Give him four and the score, and that's going to make it 40 to 14. Second on the ground. Two through the air. Install Bomber, a threat to be our SNS drug and home health athlete of the game. Install Bomber also telling the backup running back, you stand there and do this. Install Bomber takes the snap, toss sweep to the right, and looking for some room but not finding it on the two point conversion. So that will leave it 40 to 14. We'll be back after this. Hanover with the big lead now, mid-third quarter. At Next Tech, we make life better by providing world-class technology. In fact, we've been doing just that for more than 70 years. For your home, we've got you covered with the fastest Internet speeds available, streaming TV, local phone, and home security. For your business, we have the solutions you need for IT, cloud, infrastructure, cybersecurity, and more, all backed by our robust, fiber-powered network. To experience world-class technology and service, visit next-tech.com. Idea of buying a vehicle or camper been haunting you? 
Becker Autos and Trailers. There's no need to slash prices, but we do. Need your camper winterized? Stop in. We don't want things to freeze or break. Come see us. We won't bite. <laughs> Becker Autos and Trailers off Highway 24 in Beloit. Online at BeckerAutos.com. Katie Country 94, katiecountry94.com. Jason Profit here from Hanover. 40 to 14, Wildcats starting to open it up just a little bit. There's that squib kick once again. Ball horizontally on the tee. And bounces to about the 25. Knights will take it there. Right, short change, Stahlbomber, uh, air touchdown. He's got three through the air and two on the ground here tonight. So he's accounted for five. Ball on the left hash mark, far side of the field, left to right here in quarter number three. Busted play. McCoy's going to get it back to the line of scrimmage. Did the best he could on that one. McCoy wanted to go option right. His backs went option left. McCoy did fight his way to the line of scrimmage, so it'll be second down and ten. Ball in between the hash marks. 3.40 left to go in third quarter. The Excited Knights come in with a record of 5-3. and three. McCoy has time to throw, and that was dangerous. Just two defenders in the backfield there for where that pass was going to be. So almost intercepted. But falls incomplete. Third and ten upcoming. Like I said, Lakeside came in with a record of five and three. Hanover four and four. Both these teams a two-game winning streak as they were heading into the playoffs. You know, for the most part, I think both teams felt good of where they were. The Knights had fought some injuries, but we'll talk about it after this play. McCoy back to throw and just runs out of time. He's going to get spun down. It is going to be a gain of about one after fighting forward for a yard, but Juneman again gets a hold of him. And Juneman's come off the edge two or three times to get a hold of McCoy. Lakeside fought some injuries, but kind of had the same lineup, same positions, everybody in the same place for, for a handful of weeks, and Felt good about where they're at, but first quarter they lost their main back, Ian Christine. Lost a big lineman later on and just haven't been able to keep up with Hanover. Low line drive kick taken by Bruna, and he'll get a good return to the left. Cross midfield to the 33. They've scored once on special teams, but they've been really good all night getting these returns. That one of 22. So they've given themselves good field position. They haven't had to go the length of the field very often. The game's been played on one half of the field pretty much two-thirds of the game. That made any sense at all. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Option play to the right. And we're splitting two defenders and getting a gain of six. was old one. I think the Wildcats have a little more concerted effort to try to keep the ball on the ground a little bit. 
running it a little bit more, quarterback. And I don't see too many different types of running plays from the Wildcats. Pretty much been option left, option right. They do have the quarterback scramble in there and the quarterback sneak, but some of those quarterback scrambles haven't been called. Those are designed to be pass plays. And there's the option play. Quarterback's going to keep it, and he's going to go all the way in. Stahlbomber number Stahlbomber number four. Excuse me, number three on the ground. Six overall. He had three in the air. Just a big seam up the left side. Wildcats did a good job by formation of spreading it. You have one player to take the pitch man if you get one block. Yeah, one player to take the wide receiver on the side, one player to take the pitch man, and then if you get one block, it doesn't leave very many players left to defend the big that big middle part of the field. Two point conversion upcoming and Stahlbomber, this one a design quarterback draw, and that went in for the two point. So forty eight fourteen. Two oh one left to play in quarter number three. We'll be back with more after this. Whether it be collections, agriculture and business planning, litigation, criminal law, estate planning and trust, probate or real estate, let the law office of Scott D. Wright LLC and Mitchell County Abstract and Title assist you. They offer title and escrow services, including 1031 exchanges, real estate closings, and contract and deed preparation for North Central Kansas. The law office of Scott D. Wright LLC is a general practice firm at 108 East Main Street in Beloit. Call 738-2363 or visit online scottwrightlaw.com. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision and should not be based solely upon advertising. Have you been saving your pocket change? You might be surprised at just how much has accumulated. Farmway Credit Union now has a fast solution to turn your coins to cash. Bring that container of coins to our Beloit location. Credit Union members can use the coin machine for no cost. A minimal fee applies if you're not a member. But maybe now's the time to consider becoming a member. Farmway Credit Union, cultivating the financial well-being of our members by providing resources to achieve financial freedom. This one deep by the Wildcats, taken at about the two by McCoy, and he'll go right up the middle for about 22, 23 yards. Get it to the 23, 24-yard line. 149, let's play here in quarter number three. Wildcat defense has held Lakeside score the second half. It's really two big plays against this defense. Neither one scored it, but they set up scores. First down give to the fullback. That's been kind of the procedure here for the night after they lost Ian Christine to an injury in the first half. Some of the teams you thought would uh, roll here in Round one, some of these are Division One scores, but Hill City, up big. They're done. They've defeated Washington County. Tough sweep to the left, and that's going to be Bates, but they don't know where to go. The outside running game for Lakeside just hasn't been there. Sarbanicki with that play. Cameron, Sarbanicki on one end. Cameron and Juneman on the other end have just 
not let anything get outside them very much. Every once in a while, a quarterback keeper gets out there, but for the most part, those two defensive ends have played well. Four quarterback sacks here on the night, so third and long, caught third and ten. Pump fake to the left. Now McCoy wants to throw it deep over the middle, and that's going to be incomplete and bring up fourth down. Berlin game wins big. Little River wins big. Hill City wins big. Wichita County scored seven touchdowns on 11 plays, they said. Holy cow. Those are Division One scores. We'll see if we can find some Division Two here in a little bit. Not a whole lot in. The punt is away. Low line drive will be taken on a bounce. Bruno will go to the left side, 35-40, and hog collar down there. Right at the 35. 14 seconds left to go in the third quarter, 48-14. Hanover just kind of wearing out Lakeside. Lakeside a little thin to begin with, but today lost some players to some injuries early, including their big star running back. Just doesn't bode well usually. They can't play complementary football that way. Like Cyber to in theory, control the clock a little bit more, run the ball, shorten the game a little bit. There's a quarterback keeper. He's going to go across the 30 to the 29. Just that option look again, but I'm not sure there was really much of an option to it this time, especially on first down. That will end quarter number three. Fourth quarter coming up for Hanover. See if they can hold on and move on to public play Camp Galley in round number two. We'll be back with the fourth quarter after this. Does your vehicle have a leak, squeak, or rattle? Is there an annoying warning light shining at you from the dash? I'm Elijah at Kiever Brothers Automotive in Beloit. If you have an automotive issue, don't just live with it because you're afraid of what it might cost to get it fixed. We offer a 15-minute no-wrench inspection for free so you can get a professional opinion about your problem without spending a dime. Call or stop by today. We're happy to take a look at almost anything for free. That's Kiever Brothers Automotive just south of the courthouse in Beloit and online at keeverbrothers.com. Call Cunningham Telephone and Cable today and switch to TV now and get your first month free. Never miss your favorite shows. Have the luxury of watching what you want, when you want, on your TV, mobile device, or tablet. Find out what customers love about TV now. Call your local Cunningham Telephone and Cable office in Beloit, Belleville, Concordia, or Glen Elder for details. CunninghamTelephoneandCable.com. Connect with us. Katie Ketcher 94, katiecatcher94.com. We start the fourth quarter here in round one of the Kansas State playoffs. Eight-man division two. Hanover in control, 48-14. They have the football in Lakeside territory at the 29-yard line. Stahl Balmer will take the snap. Option to the left. He'll turn it up field, spins out of one tackle and gets stood up at the sticks. Should be, I think, enough for a first down as he crossed the 25, 
to the 23. Bob are closing in on 100 yards. Runs a 26, 12, 23 to help him get there. Three touchdowns on the ground, three through the air. Both these teams kind of without their number one backs right now, but Braylon Mine started it, couldn't finish it. Same play, but a pitch to the right. Man, the running back's going to find some free ground on the right side, and that's going to be a touchdown for Aiden Olguin. 24 yards for him. <laughs> kind of, he's going to close in on 100 yards, and he didn't start carrying the football till about the mid-third quarter. Of course, he had a 54-yard run, which should have scored, but just dropped the football with no one around him at about the 10. 54-14, 11-18 left to play in quarter number four. I like this Aiden Oldwin, though. He's got some got some moves. Two-point conversion pass is good to Zarbanicki. And that makes it 56-14. We'll keep it here for right now. So Lakeside, again, if you just joined us, we'll hang it in there. Uh, 22-14 at one point. Uh, They're finding different ways uh, to, to – to move the football, um, whether it's the fullback trap or, or throwing the football a little bit more than usual, a little bit more quarterback run game, although that's a part of their game. Um, you know, but they had to use it a little bit more tonight than, than what they usually do. Uh, Ian Christine injured in fairly early in this one. Six carries for 30 yards and, and didn't see him since. Uh, big lineman. Jackson Hardy left early for uh, Lakeside. For a team that you know had already fought injuries all year long, you take a half dozen guys off any eight-man team roster, and you're going to find some struggles, and that's what happened here tonight. 56-14, Lakeside has fought hard, just don't have the manpower left anymore. And, and let's see how this one finishes out. With the score 56-14, and that's 42 right now, the way the, the rules are, we are that proverbial one play away from Hanover finishing this off, although it is Lakeside football. 11-17 left to go in this one. Thursday night football here tonight. Of course, they do the first round here tonight on Thursday, so... We have state volleyball on Friday and Saturday. Hopefully Saturday for some of our local teams. McCoy back to throw under some pressure. Finds a way to score it out of it. Gets across the 25 to the 28. McCoy, not a big guy back there. 5'9", 146. I'm going to throw the proverbial flag on the 5-9 part, but, you know, that's a basketball roster move to, to stretch it out a couple inches, but that's all right. Second down and about five to go. McCoy fumbles a snap, tries to get the 
screen out. Does get it to Jordan Show, and he's got some room across the right side. Passing to the left, and uh, with timing was thrown off, not only for the offense, but they were able to adjust. But they threw it off for the defense. Nobody contained to the backside, and Schoen was able to move it across midfield to the 33-yard line. We'll give him 15 on that one, his second catch of the game. 10-28, ball on the far hash mark on first down, right to left for Lakeside in the fourth quarter. Tough sweep to the left. This is Bates. And can he get the corner turn? Nope, he's going to get run down. It's across the line of scrimmage, however. Did split the two defenders and fall forward. Ball at the 32-yard line. One of the very few times it's one of those outside runs didn't get uh, didn't get blown up. Second down and ten. McCoy will try to get outside on the quarterback. Keeper does turns the corner. Thirty twenty five and brought down. Can be close to a first down. Just shy. So third and one upcoming. So Lakeside Knights finding something on this drive. Ball at the 24-yard line. Going to be third and one. Clock running at 9.25. Two interior linemen, two standing ends for the Wildcats. McCoy a little toss out to the right, but defensive end on that far side. That was Cameron Juneman. Read that one perfect, and he gets out to the receiver and takes him down for a loss of about three. That was Gabe Smith catching it. His second catch, both similar plays, but total of negative three yards for him. Fourth down and three. McCoy will roll to his right. Under pressure, throws it to his right, and that's caught at about the six. That should be, yes, it is. Although so put it at the five. Looks like Jordan Schoen making the play. Gain of nineteen and a first down. First and goal here for the Lakeside Knights. Fifty six fourteen for Hanover. 8.37 left to play here in quarter number four. Two tight ends. High formation. McCoy, a little pullback counter. Smith tries to spin second effort, but gets stood up and pushed back. Cook and Griffith in there in the middle of that Wildcat defense. Middle hasn't been talked about in, as much. They've been able to hold up against that fullback trap a little bit. But uh, Lakeside Knights have tried to attack the edges a little bit, run it to the outside, try to throw it on the outside for the most part. Second down and five. It's been Arbanicki and Juneman leading the charge as defensive ends. McCoy looks to his left, throws it. That's going to be intercepted. A great play by the defensive ends, Arbanicki on this end, just took a step back. 
into pass coverage and was able to go up high and catch it for the interception. Second one of the game for the Wildcats, and that turns away the Knights inside the five, and the return goes out to the 18. So those ends have been pressuring McCoy all night long. They drop back, or at least on this side, the defensive end did. You don't expect them to be there, and McCoy tried to throw that one out in the flat. Darbinicki was there to, to intercept it. And with 7.42, Wildcats will try to ice this foot. A little pitch to the left. Old line. It's going to get over 100 yards unofficially with a gain of 11. First carry of the game went for 54 and what should have been a touchdown. But dropped the ball on the way to the end zone. He would get a touchdown later, though, so all's good. Six fourteen. Quarterback will roll to his right, throw it all alone is the receiver, but the receiver just couldn't quite quite get out of third gear there and all goes incomplete. They've been running that option play to the outside in the corner. McCoy came flying up. He was going to stop the run. The pass was going to go behind him, but he just couldn't complete it. That brings up second down and ten. Seven minutes straight up. Left to go here in quarter number four. One receiver to the left. One to the right. Bomber will run the option, pitch it out to Ogwine. He's got a scene, 40, 35. He gets a block downfield, 25, 20, 15, 10, 5, and in for the touchdown. No flags. So that will be 50 and the ball game, 62 to 14. Hanover moves on. To five and four. And they'll probably take on Camp Gowell to try to find a score for that one. But, uh, you know, around this area, a little bit of an upset here, maybe. Maybe not. Teams out there are pretty good. Some of them are pretty good. And, Quinter got was in a tough district, but Quinter twenty eight, Clifton Clyde twenty two. That is a Division one score. I don't probably consider that an upset, but not not a huge one. But twenty eight, twenty two there for Quinter. Sixty two fourteen, the final score here. We'll take a break, wrap things up, and uh, we'll have our Becker Autos and Trailers and Camper Super Center post game show. We'll have our H&R block of the game. We'll have our connection of the game, athlete of the game, all that and more coming up on the Becker Autos and Trailers and Camper Supercenter postgame show. 
Agco in Beloit and Cocker City is growing. Come join our winning team and build top-of-the-line products including Fent and Massey Ferguson planters and sunflower tillage and drills. Multiple full-time positions available for first shift, including fabrication, weld, assembly, and material handling. No weekends required. Agco offers a $2,500 sign-on bonus for welders and a $1,000 sign-on bonus for all other employees. We provide excellent wages, paid time off, 401k with company match and more. New hires qualify for pay advances during the first 30, 60, 90 days. Looking for a new start with a great company? Apply at careers.agcocorp.com. The Guarantee State Bank and Trust Company understands in today's rapidly changing environment with inputs above normal, your machinery and equipment still need to be updated. We can help you remove some uncertainty by locking in attractive fixed rates. Please contact us as we have a special rate offering on new and used purchases of machinery and equipment for your financing option. Serving your needs for 100 years and more to come. The Guarantee State Bank and Trust Company, member FDIC. Approval and underwriting will apply. Agmark LLC knows that fall harvest is a crazy time for producers. Make your fall harvest a little easier with the Agmark app, available in the App Store or Google Play. With the Agmark app, you can view your grain contracts, open store balances, and it gives you instant access to your tickets at harvest time. You can also view grain bids for any Agmark location. Visit AgmarkLLC.com for an overview of the Agmark app or download it today. Agmark, your recognized leader in grain marketing solutions, one 848 9979 Beloit Auto and Truck Plaza wants you. We are currently accepting applications for a sales consultant, service advisor, and detail person. At Beloit Auto and Truck Plaza, we offer great benefits like paid vacation, sick leave, 401 matching, health insurance, and AFLEC. Not to mention great atmosphere for you to grow and accomplish your goals. Stop by Beloit Auto and Truck Plaza and grab your application today or check us out online at BeloitAutoTruck.com. Miller Welding on Highway 24 just west of Downs can help with your aluminum, steel, and stainless welding projects, and they can help with some repairs on site. They also make hydraulic hoses and carry bumper-to-bumper auto parts and offer Sherlock tarp installation and parts as well. Stop by and see them on the west side of Downs on Highway 24 today. Miller Welding is a proud supporter and wishes the best of luck to the Lakeside Knights this season. Remus Farms LLC in Cocker City is a proud supporter of the area athletes. They know the hard work that goes into creating team success, and they're proud of your efforts. Remus Farms Chemical and Fertilizer, your wholesale fertilizer supplier in Kansas, and Remus Farms Trucking. Remus Farms LLC in Cocker City, wishing good luck to all the area athletes this season. Have you scheduled your student athletes for their yearly eye exam? Be sure that they can perform to the best of their ability in competition as well as in the classroom. Good luck to all area athletes for a safe and exciting sports season. Call and schedule your appointment with Dr. Kim Cheney at Salem Valley Vision. They are here for you to assist with your vision needs with offices in Osborne and Stockton. Remus Plumbing, Heating, and Air in Downs is a proud supporter of the Lakeside Knights. As a Lennox Industries dealer, Remus Plumbing is dedicated to providing the most innovative and highest quality HVAC products on the market. They offer plumbing, sewer repair, maintenance services, and much more for homeowners and business owners. That's Remus Plumbing, Heating, and Air in Downs. Jason Proffert here on Katy Country 94, katycountry94.com. Final score is 62-14. to 14. 
Welcome to the Post Game Show presented by Becker Autos and Trailers and Camper Super Center in, on Highway 24 in Beloit. Visit them today for the latest in campers, trailers, and used vehicles. Hanover, like we said, 62 to 14 win in the first round of the eight-man Division II playoffs. Camp uh, Galva probably awaits the winner. I, I got that game it was on Friday. I, every once in a while, the game has to get moved to Friday to, for you know, could be a couple reasons, but uh, that one is going to be played on Friday. Uh, we'll, we'll probably assume Camp Galway gets in there, but that's probably going to be Hanover's opponent in the next round. Lakeside will finish their season at 5-4. and four. Uh, They're going to have to say goodbye to three seniors here, Taryn Winkle, um, Cooper Dusky, and Eli Hahn. So, but uh, they have some pieces coming back, and boy, uh, you know, for a team that's uh, first part and to the midpoint of the season kind of had to piece things together uh, for some injuries, uh, you know, some of them some long-term injuries that they would not get back. You know, they they did pretty good to get to five and three and get themselves into the playoffs. And, and they had a stretch where they kept the consecutive, you know, they kept the guys that were out on the field in their positions for some consecutive weeks. They won two games in a row coming into the playoffs. I think they felt a little bit better than what the scoreboard was going to show, what was going to happen. I uh, felt better that, you know, the, what we saw on the scoreboard wasn't going to happen here tonight. But, you know, Hanover uh, was good here tonight. Uh, they play a tough schedule, and they were on a two-game winning streak to enter the playoffs. And then for Lakeside, you know, kind of riding that uh, in that line anyway, towing that line, and then you lose Ian Christine, your your main running back, and uh, you know also your leading receiver as well, your touchdown maker. Lose him mid first quarter. Uh, you know that's not going to go well for your offense. Lost a big lineman in there, Jackson Hardy, as well, uh, later in the football game. A uh, couple other spots dinged up here and there, in and out of the ball game. So uh, what was already a thin team became a little bit thinner. Uh, just trying to put uh, kids in, in, in some places. Had to go a little bit deeper than I think they would have liked to, especially in a playoff game. And it just wasn't meant to be. Uh, made that team a little bit more one-dimensional. Uh, they made some plays in the passing game, but, uh, you know, we kind of talked it with Hanover. Hanover threw a lot on first down here tonight, and it's just so much easier to to throw the football when you want to, as opposed to when you have to. Uh, at this division or this level of football, you know, teams will bring more pressure. Uh, teams will do different things against you, and you only have so many uh, passing plays that you're going to install. And, and when you have guys that aren't playing a lot in those spots, uh, it. it it's not the greatest recipe for success, and Lakeside just kind of ran out, ran out of players, and Hanover in the second half here tonight kind of wore down who was left here for the night. But 62-14 is our final score. Scoring summary: first quarter ended up 14 to six. Hanover get the first and last touchdown of the quarter. Thalbomer's 12-yard run to make it six nothing. Lakeside would come back. Caden McCoy, a two-yard run after hitting Austin Rice for a 43-yard play to set up that first and goal. But on the ensuing kickoff, it was Carson Juneman, or excuse me, Cameron Juneman, picking it 52 yards and the score, two-point conversion good there, 14-6. to Stahl Bomber would hit in the second quarter. 
Bob Arnold hit Josh Zara Benicki for a touchdown pass for 21 yards out, 22 to 6 after that. Lakeside would get one back. McCoy to Schoen, 14 yards, make it 22 14 after that two point conversion. That was as close as Lakeside would get. One more touchdown before the half here for Hanover, 28 14. Juneman is second of the game, first offensive touchdown, a 35 yard touchdown pass. A halftime score would be 28 14. You kind of thought, well, maybe if Lakeside could get something going right out of the third quarter, if they could get a stop, if, then they could get a score, a special teams play or something. But it wasn't meant to be Stahlbomber. It hit uh, Bruna on a 17-yard touchdown pass. That was a little bubble screen, 34-14. to Kind of took the, the wind out of the sails of Lakeside, and then Hanover kind of wore out whatever Lakeside had left. Two more touchdowns. In the third quarter, Stahlbomber, four-yard touchdown run and a 26-yard touchdown run to make it 48-14. A couple of late touchdowns by Aiden uh, Ogwin late in that one. He busted some big runs when the defense was pretty much all worn out. The game was uh, already pretty much decided. So final score, 62-14. to some first or some final stats here: 353 to 173. I have it as total off total offense. Pretty balanced attack here for Hanover. 170 on the ground, 183 through the air. That was 14 completions out of 26 attempts. Chase Bruna four catches for 65 yards and two scores. Tanner and Bruna. Four catches for 30 yards. Also, you had, excuse me, Josh Zarbanicki with three catches for 60 yards and a touchdown. Stallbomber, three touchdowns on the ground, 95 yards rushing. Um, Raylan Mine started the game as a running back. He would finish with 25 yards. Aiden Olguin came in, would get two, well, three long runs and <laughs> two touchdowns. Could have been three, but. Dropped the football on the way to his first one, but would get those two touchdowns and 151 yards to lead all rushers. Just six carries all in the second half. So, 62-14, 353 total yards for Hanover. 173 for Lakeside, their leading rusher here tonight. Caden McCoy, 33 yards on 20 carries unofficially. McCoy would throw for 95 yards and a score. Three catches for 43 yards and a touchdown for Jordan Schoen. Austin Rice would catch a 43-yarder that set up a score, and Gabe Smith would catch two short passes as well here tonight. So those are some of our stats. We'll take one more quick break, and then we'll finish things out here on the Becker Autos and Trailers and Camper Super Center postgame show. This message brought to you by the Farmers and Merchants Bank in Cocker City, Kansas. The Farmers and Merchants Bank in Conquer City wishes the best of luck to the area sports teams this season. And for all your banking needs, visit them today. The Farmers and Merchants Bank in Conquer City, member FDIC.
Just like the MPL League coaches place their best players in the right positions for success, so does the Brush Group. With their multifaceted marketing team of Brush Art of Downs, Donley the Lithograph of Wichita, and Sun Graphics of Parsons. The Brush Group is the official marketing partner of the Kansas City Royals, Kansas University Sports Properties, and Kansas State Sports Properties. They have the staff, experience, and online tools to ensure your marketing spend is being optimized and performing at the highest levels. The better your seed, the better your harvest. The cleaned and treated seed that you buy from Midway Co-op puts more money in your pocket at harvest time. Midway has two state-of-the-art cleaning and treatment centers in Lebanon and Portis. We prescribe and treat the wheat and soybean seed that best complement your current soil conditions. Get the proven germination advantage over bin run seed. Your best way forward. Call us today. Midway's your best way forward. Midway Co-op's your best way forward. 346-5451, Osborne. Jason Brockfest here from Hanover, Katie Country 94, katiecountry94.com, finishing things out on the Becker Autos and Trailers and Camper Supercenter post-game show. Becker Autos and Trailers Camper Supercenter on Highway 24 in Beloit. Visit them today for the latest in campers, trailers, and used vehicles. So, yeah, 62-14, Hanover with the victory. They'll move on to the second round, round of 16. Probably Canton Galvo. Of course, you can't assume everything, but uh, it's a good good guess, I would say. Anyway, our H&R block of the game, Jordan Schoen for, is going to get that from Lakeside. Uh, it's set up Lakeside's second touchdown, but uh, one of the times that uh, um, Hanover did kick it, they didn't kick it all the way. They, they kind of either squibbed it or kicked it deep. This one, the squib kick kind of went mid-range. McCoy picked it up, angled to his left, but uh, then reversed his field, went back to the right. It was Jordan Schoen that got a good block, got McCoy past midfield and into uh, Hanover territory. And from there, um, uh, it was going to be a a McCoy uh, touchdown pass to Schoen a little bit later. So that was our H&R block of the game. The block of the game is sponsored by H&R Block and Beloit for all your tax bookkeeping and payroll needs. Get the expertise you deserve. H&R Block and Beloit. Never settle for less. Those two lakesides Jordan shown. The connection to the game, brought to you by Cunningham Telephone and Cable, connect with us, is McCoy to Austin Rex. Now, it didn't get a touchdown, but it was a 43-yarder, perfect pass on a perfectly run post pattern right over the middle, got past the defense. Um, defense would catch up to Rice and, and tackle him at the two, but it set up the first touchdown of the game for Lakeside and that is Caden McCoy to Austin Rice, our connection of the game, brought to you by Cunningham Telephone and Cable. Connect with us. Reagan Stahlbomber is going to be our athlete of the game. It's brought to you by SNS Drug and Home Health in Beloit. Three touchdowns on the ground, through for three more, and uh, 95 yards rushing, 183 through the air. He is our Athlete of the game brought to you by SNS Drug and Home Health in Beloit. That'll do it here for football coverage tonight. We have volleyball right and early tomorrow, 10 o'clock, 9:45 pregame. St. John, excuse me, St. John's Tipton will be in the volleyball state tournament. They're in uh, 1A Division Two, and they'll be looking to advance into the second day of the tournament uh, by getting out of pool play. Hutchinson, Central Christian, Lebo, and uh, Ingalls, they're, they're, they're 
in their way. So we'll see if uh, the St. John's Tipton can get out of pool play tomorrow. Starting at 10 with pregame at 9.45, pretty much every other first two, they'll play one, and then they'll sit out one, and then they'll play another one uh, scheduled at noon there. So St. John's Tipton, a couple of them early, and then one later in the afternoon at about 3. So state volleyball all day long on our stations. We'll have volleyball on Katie Country. Uh, volleyball, St. John's Tipton Volleyball on Z96.3 of the Lake. That's starting at 9.45 tomorrow morning. But until then, this is Jason Broadfoot signing off here from Hanover, where Hanover wins 62-14. to Hanover moves on to the second round. Lakeside finishes their season at 5-4. and four. Just in time for the rain. Yeah, get the walk-off sign in the rain. All right. But I hope everybody has a good night and a safe drive home from wherever you are heading home here this evening. Thanks for tuning in to the High School Football Game of the Week on Katie Country 94. And remember to tune in every Friday night for the High School Football Game of the Week. And you can also view our upcoming schedule and catch all the live play-by-play action streaming online at katiecountry94.com. Country 94 Sports, recognized by the Kansas Association of Broadcasters as the best in sports play-by-play in the state of Kansas.